Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Uh, it's April the 16th, 2004. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. <laughs> kind of another great show lined up for you today. Uh, it continues to be the longest decade of my life. Uh, and we haven't even really started it. Mr. Black, how are you doing today, sir? I'm just finishing my dinner here. I had three bites. I'm doing good. No, oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just noticing that that Discord has changed the way that their video stuff works, and now there's going to be a, a mini version of me in the bottom right hand corner of the screen. Very nice. That people are going to be seeing on stream. <laughs> My face is everywhere. It's subliminal messaging. People are going to be seeing... Deal with it. Everything, everywhere. Uh, one second here. And just... You know what? Don't care. That's a meme. I'm leaving it. It's another Tech like Alpha podcast. podcast. I don't even know if I have you turned up enough or you're just talking so far away from your microphone from your food. I'll figure that out after you're done eating. What do you have in front of you today, sir? What uh, what have you been delivered? Lasagna. Oh, lasagna. All lasagna. Um, let me turn up my... Uh, oh, shit. My shit is really low. There we go. Is that better? Uh, yes. Substantially. Yeah. Second That's probably a lot better. Also, people are like, nice long microphone. You're seeing all of it now instead of just part of it. There we go. <clears> Zoomed <throat> in a little bit. Boom. Yeah. All right. Feeling the quarantine. I'm feeling it. You feeling it? I'm feeling it right now. That's what's up. I, I, I'm not actually feeling it. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> that's not even a little bit. Dad just went out for groceries again today. This was like, a, the, the you know, every two weeks. It's like, a, yep. it's like sending dad out to war. Uh, he, uh, during uh, senior hours, and it still took four hours to get the groceries. Yeah, I uh, I had a grocery. I went to the doctor. So the doctors. So I had a doctor's appointment. And I'm like, oh, man, hopefully there's not a lot of people there. That shit was like Fort Knox, bro. We went there. All of the doors in the buildings were already open. So you could so you Nobody's touch touching anything. anything. Nobody's touching shit, right? <laughs> and then they had like bulletins up on the, the doors before you get in the office. So you had to knock on the door. Mm. Somebody would come. Mm. They'd push the button. The door would open. They'd be so far away from you. Then they have like fresh gloves and masks and there's nobody else allowed in the office. So it's, it was only by appointment. So mm. like you have a specific time and you are literally the only patient in the building. And then when you're le- when you leave, then the, then the other patient has another time slot and then they come in. Holy I was shit. like, damn. Yeah. So they're pretty hardcore. They get that shit uh, on lock. Yeah, so needless to say, it was pretty safe uh, in the doctor's office. 
and then after that, we we got our groceries too. We just did the order online thing, so I just had to drive my car up, and then uh, they just put all the stuff in the trunk. Then we came home, put the groceries on the table, disinfected everything, and that was the thing. Yeah, uh, well, first of all, unsurprised your doctor was even seeing people. Yeah, because almost everything now is over the phone. Uh, like unless you you have something real crazy specific, what was it? What was it that you went in for? Uh, I was just going to get another one of my uh, tags removed. Uh, you went in during a pandemic to have a skin tag removed. Well, it was already it was already booked uh, <laughs> in advance. So. You know, and it's it's gotten bigger. Like I've got one, uh, it's one bold right move. here. It's a bold move, it? Cotton. Yeah, I've got you I've got. Anything? I mean, I I was I had I was scheduled to go in and have um, mole that's on showed up on the side of my head here in the last couple of years. Get that frozen off. Take out mm. the the old nitrogen and just bam, just fuck your shit up. And uh, and then and then all this happened. And then my doctor's office called and said, "Yeah, so that's not going to happen now." And I said, "Yeah." That's fine. Mm. It's not going to kill me. uh, My, uh, well, my, the, for my knee, my doctor wouldn't see me. Yeah. So we did that. We did that over the phone. Yeah, that's good. Since it was like a family doctor with a private practice Mm. and you're only letting one person in at a a time. It was like, you know, it is, there's nobody else, literally nobody else there. So bless him. Um, so yeah, he's went in and got that done. Bless him. Um, and, uh, we set up a date for down the road. Uh, so it was just basically in and out. I was in and out in seven minutes. Yeah, you would quick. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, I went and got groceries, and then I came home and streamed. And Marvelous. Then, uh, streamed, and then did this, and then I'm going to go stream again after this. Where'd you have to stop in for grogs today? I always went to the stupid store. Ah, very nice. Did you go in, or did you have them just put? In no, your no, no. I did you not listen to what I said earlier? I had, I had, we ordered the stuff. They, they oh my I bad. Just, Pull the car up, and they drop the stuff in the trunk. I'm gonna be real. I'm half awake today. No, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep it hunted. <laughs> half. Awake. That's why I had all that. Energy. It's fake energy. So this, fake this energy. is me. This is me getting the energy up. But yeah, no. Actually, I, I, yeah. you talk. I'm actually gonna grab uh, an energy drink because ah. I had no caffeine the last mm. three days. It's time. Mm. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Did we we talked about like. Uh, having dad do the thing where you just pick up the groceries, have him put it in the in the trunk of the car, but um, the wait time was a little weird, I guess, or something. I don't know. I think dad just prefers to go in, get everything himself, and get out. Uh, so I feel like again, I feel like I'm sending dad. Like uh, it should be. It, ideally, it'd be me going out and getting the groceries, but I'm in such co- close proximity to M, and then M in about two and a half weeks. Let me see my calendar. About two and a half weeks from now, uh, M will be clear to help Mum with Nan. And so, since she will be in direct contact with Mum and direct contact with Nan, um, with me, we can't have uh, we can't have that. So, Dad, Dad, unfortunately, gets sent to war uh, every couple of weeks. But yeah, so. I was just describing, you know, uh, the situation of groceries here, but regardless, yeah, the, uh, uh, it's just another week. It's just another week. Nothing crazy has happened. As far as like, uh, pandemic news for here in Nova Scotia, it's another week. Nothing, nothing wild has popped up. The only really big thing here, I guess, that doesn't affect you and I directly, uh, is, uh, 
that there been a, a you know inevitable but an unfortunate massive increase in cases in uh, the old folks' homes. Yeah, has like really gone up, especially in a couple. There's like two places specifically that really got hit uh, hard by that, and uh, and that's that's kind of. <clears throat> You want to say it's inevitable, but it, and it kind of is because of the nature of the system uh, where nurses, uh, at least in Canada, I don't know what it's like in the States, but they're not really nurses. They're caretakers here. Like they don't, they're not necessarily RNs or anything yet. Like they might be LPNs perhaps or something like that. Um, but they, oh, I'm, I'm getting all my terminology fucked up. Either way, they're not like practicing in hospitals or anything of that nature. They don't have the qualifications for it yet. And they, uh, they can't, they're not taken on as employees at these places. They're usually taken on as casual workers. And so they don't have any benefits at all. Mm. And then they don't have enough hours usually in one place, like anywhere we are working casual. So you, these, 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 I'll call them nurses. These nurses are working in multiple old folks homes, uh, to make up their hours, uh, and to make up for the fact that they don't have their, uh, their benefits. And so spreading shit around, spreading shit around. You leave one place, you go to another and, and you just spread shit around. Whereas if you're lucky in some places, they've, they reduced quickly enough down to just full-time workers. And it was, that's, that's it. There's nobody who's working in multiple places. It's you work here. It's the only <coughs> place the you show. work. <laughs> that's the show. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, a pretty, uh, a pretty average week here. We had a 10 out of 10 day. Um, what was it? Two days ago now. Days are all just blending together. But two days ago, we, it was like 16 degrees outside. 17 degrees. Shit was marvelous. Sun, not a cloud in the sky. I went outside and I raked the lawn for two hours just to get the fuck out the house. <laughs> and to do something physical. Uh, and so that was nice. Um, and of course there were loads of people walking around. I also took the RAV out to just drive. For the car. Not for me. But for the car, because the car's been sitting there for like two weeks, almost, not doing anything, and that's not good for the car, and sure as shit, the e-brake wasn't even on, I'd take it out of park, and it won't even roll forward, because the brakes, the, the parking brake is just fucking seized uh, mm. on the car, and so you had to like fucking give her a little gas to get her moving, and then when you do your first braking after a while, you've probably experienced this when you take your cars that you haven't for a while, your brakes are <coughs> like have a wobble to them. Because yeah. they've been in park for so long, yeah. So mm. I was, I took, I took her out for a little rip, a mini rip, and there were so there many go. people out, so many people out that day. It was like fucking. It was the weirdest. It was the weirdest thing. I was driving down towards, um, well, I won't say exactly where, but I was just driving around, and and it was fucking almost surreal because like the age range was from like a random 11-year-old by themselves walking on the side of the road all the way up to, like, a couple of, like, senior citizens. And it was, like, it, it was almost like watching the Exodus with Moses. It was like somebody was at the front, and then there was just, like, endless streams of people walking on the sides of the roads everywhere because it's all they can do is walk on the sides of the roads. And it was so fucking weird. And then I saw... um and but then you still see like signs like people think things are just going to be normal like there's signs up for uh at one of the lakes um where uh <clears throat> they're posting when the lifeguards were going to be there 
And I was just thinking in the back of my mind, bitch, ain't nobody going, nobody going swimming anytime soon. Why do you have this fucking sign here? But anyway, it was kind of, it was just really weird to see so many people randomly just fucking walking on the side of the road. And then you remember that the world is kind of fucked right now. And that's all they can do for like activity is just walk on the side of the fucking road. And that's it. Yeah, just get the I, fuck I got no those. problem with anybody getting exercise and getting out and walking as long as they're staying, keeping their oh, distance. No, no, I was, no, I was happy. With, yeah. I was, it wasn't that I thought that they were doing anything wrong. Like they were all way, like well apart yeah. from each other. It was just weird. It looked like people were like, it was like the zombie apocalypse and people were like mass exiting, like exodus, of the area, it was like everyone was walking out of town. It was all at the yeah, same they're like, time. Fuck this! They're trying to do something. Going crazy. <laughs> going going stir, stir crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, otherwise, uh, for me, another week played Final Fantasy VII remake. Started playing that. Um, looking forward to that's my first review for the website. Looking forward to getting that up. Um, and other than that, interspersed with Monopoly and Scrabble. It's been my. I've been, it's I've been, been my seeing week. that. You've been playing a whole lot of Monopoly and Scrabble, dude. Monopoly pulls down the viewers, dude. Monopoly is just fun. Period. It is. Monopoly is a good time. We had a six-person Monopoly game the other day. Shit was crazy. Dope. It was dope. I'll have to come in one of these nights and jump on a Monopoly. Absolutely, game. Absolutely, dude. It's fucking fire. And, and uh, yeah, it's fun. It's quick. It's easy. Uh, that version we found for Tabletop Simulator like works really well. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a good time. And at the end, you get to flip the table. I mean, how much fucking better do you get, you know? Just Boom. like at home, in real life, when you lose just, a Monopoly... Just flip it. Just fucking flip the table. That's Hell how yeah. it goes. Uh, but yeah, how was, uh, how was your week for gaming? How's, how's RP's been pretty pretty spicy this week? It's been good. Yeah? It's, 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 been, uh, it's been good. Um, other than that, I haven't played Final Fantasy yet. Um, I still haven't even played Resident Evil 3 yet. Apparently, so many you games. cannot play Final, uh, Resident Evil 3 and you'd be okay. Apparently yeah, that I mean, remake's not been so hot. Uh, I, I heard it was fine. Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I think what it is, it's inevitably going to be compared to Resident Evil 2, and hmm. Resident Evil 2 is just a better game than Resident Evil 3. Um, so, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a well, They also a made a lot more fight. changes to 3 than they did 2 when they did the I remake. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, I haven't really been doing a whole... Oh, uh, my other... I got another... Uh, fuck, I can't even think straight myself. I got another tenant. Sign the lease. That's oh, good. All done. Floors are getting done right now. Uh, so did you have a carrier pigeon drop the keys off? Uh, well, they don't have keys. They don't have keys yet. Basically, <laughs> oh, okay. I did the... Uh, I did, like, the virtual tour. Right. And then uh, and then narrowed it down to two people once they got applications and then called all the references and did all that stuff. Mm. And then I still wanted to meet them, so we met over at the place, um, uh, obviously talked at a distance, and then I had the doors open, and they could just walk through mm. uh, and just kind of like see what they're you know about to rent, and then they yeah, came yeah. out. Um, yeah, and then everything was everything was cool. It was, it's a little weird. It was different, but it actually worked out nicely. It actually saved me a lot of time, too, uh, because you know sometimes you're over there for a few days, and you're there for hours on end trying to show the property lined up and and half people don't even show uh but this all just kind of worked out maybe this is maybe this is the way of the future i think so uh just do the virtual the virtual shit yep i got another place that's going to be coming up for rent in in june so i'm going to do the same thing i'm going to do a video and even even if uh the the province and stuff like uh, unloosens the grip 
Mm. Uh, come the end of May. Oh, still fucking um, no. I'm still, I still ain't playing no games. No, so no, I'm still gonna be, do- still gonna be doing all this, <laughs> all the shit. So yeah, that it's, I think it's gonna be the thing for for a while. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah. I, even even at the end of all this, I think I think like you said, it saved you a whole bunch of time. Yeah, and so and and it didn't and it didn't really alter the process in any dramatic way and so it's probably and and people probably also like it because for them it means if you've got a virtual tour of the house and it's thorough Mm -hmm. then they don't have to themselves drive out or like bus out or do whatever to get to the property to go through the fucking pomp and circumstance of hey nice to meet you let's come on in let's see the only the only negative thing is that you can't physically meet the person like you could yeah you could do like a facetime thing and have like an interview or whatever yeah but like i like to meet people and you get a feel for who they are it's hard to read somebody without seeing them in person yeah exactly you can see their car what kind of car they drive you look at the condition of the car the interior of the car because if they're if their car is messy chances are their house is messy yeah exactly there's certain things that you can pick up on uh, just from meeting people but i still meet them but at least i'm not meeting like 15 different people i'm only meeting one or two last, uh, like the 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 finals, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's like fucking American Idol. You're in now. You only need to judge the final two singers, and you're not going through the whole horde of people that are auditioning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's just it. You don't have it to. Just makes it, easier. it just makes it way easier. And then, thankfully, yeah. again, you're exposing yourself as little as humanly possible, which is the name of the game right now. Is expose as little as humanly possible. Uh, awesome. Well, there you have it. it. Video game news. It's been a bit of a thin week. We we got off the hook in the last couple, but this time we gotta we gotta make it work with what we got. It's thin. It's thin. It's a thin week. Uh, first up, uh, China bans the sales of Animal Crossing. Jeff. Oh no, they're not happy about Animal Crossing. What uh, you can't you can't farm bats. You can't no. You cannot, unfortunately, in in China, farm them in Animal Crossing. Uh, it's unfortunate. The, the reasoning behind this is that, as we all know, for a long time now, and it continues to happen despite all of this craziness, is that the, the whole free Hong Kong stuff is still happening, still very much alive, still going on, uh, and people are finding more and more ways to, uh, to get that done, especially if they have to stay inside or they, they're you know, quarantining themselves, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And so, within Animal Crossing New Horizons, you can come up with your own designs, etc., um, for um, uh, to you put on the ground or put on walls. You can make your own posters. You can make like floor tiles if you were doing dirt trails and stuff. It's, you know, all, you know, they can do all sorts of shit with it. People get crazy creative, especially if they're good with pixel art. And so, people have been obviously taking that making free Hong Kong-related stuff, and just plastering it fucking everywhere. And it's a social game, so you can invite people to and from your islands uh, and and whatnot. And so the government looked at this and went, well, fuck, people are not just doing this in person now, they're doing this online. Mm. And so they said, all right, well, no more Animal Crossing. So they got rid of Animal Crossing, just like an angry parent. Said, no, give me that game back. You're not allowed to play that game. And then to take that a step further they're either looking into or already have or plan to i can't remember because the article was a little vague on that but uh apparently they're going to extend that to uh the government basically putting a lockdown on online games only allowing people within china to play with other people within china 
They're not oh allowed to to play with people outside because the fear is for uh, people outside to maybe hear things that they don't want to hear outside of China and vice versa. Uh, and of course, get the wrong idea as far as they're concerned of the CCP uh, or uh, perhaps the outside world influencing their citizens. And so they're they're pulling a North Korea uh, of sorts here and and kind of clamping down even more in into uh basically just putting up a hard region lock yeah on china for online games <laughs> standard because when you want people around the world to not think <clears throat> that you're hiding something the first thing you do is lock down everything so nothing gets in and nothing gets out. it's the least yep. it's the least suspicious thing you can do yeah nothing suspicious going on over there no absolutely not no there's no way no way shape or form is any of that suspicious and i'm sure they're not hiding anything whatsoever uh tiananmen square jeff as you know never happened Mm. never happened just that one dude with the grocery bag standing in front of a tank nothing else happened that was just an art piece you know though you know that's fine anything else other than that nope never happened um so yeah, rip, uh, rip Chinese uh, Animal Crossing players and apparently the players for every online game ever made. Capcom is working on a Resident Evil 4 remake as we've just talked about Resident Evil 3 and it should come of, to you know, no surprise that 4 would inevitably get uh, picked up. This is going to make a lot of people excited because Resident Evil 4 was probably the... Um, I'm going to say Resident Evil 4 was the first properly mainstream... Resident Evil game. That was the one that got them outside of like the the horror genre because they made it so actiony that yeah. lo- just everyone played Resident Evil Four. That's a good game. It's uh, a, that's it, a fun. That's a fun Resident Evil. Yeah, and it was a nice change of pace. Mm. It had that like third person or like that uh, over the shoulder view. Mm. Made that view. Uh, made, it actually made that that whole style of gameplay popular. Popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. and, uh, and on the only downside for four is that it paved the way for five and six. Otherwise four great uh, game. Yeah. We don't talk about five <laughs> and six. We don't talk about five and six though. Uh, so no surprise it's happening. Remake is, is coming. It's apparently going to be headed up by M2, which is a brand new studio or new enough anyway, uh, which is co-founded by former platinum games head, uh, Tasua Minami who has, uh, apparently the studio's been prepping to do this project since roughly 2018. So, I mean, Platinum obviously has a great background in general, other than having that Xbox game be cancelled. Uh, I mean, Bayonetta is a, is a fucking 10 out of 10. Uh, they do good games. They have done good games. He was part of that. But I guess the idea is that we're supposed to be excited because he's part of the project. It's also rumored that the people that worked uh, on chiefly Resident Evil 2's remake is also going to be part of this. Okay. And so that mashup with their powers combined... Could be a good one. Could be a good one. Um, I suspect that most people... I think they also put up, if I'm not mistaken, Chad can correct me on this, but if I'm not mistaken, either yesterday or the day before, um, Capcom put out a call for people to give them feedback about... Resident Evil 3. Um, and so I guess the hope there as well will be that what people didn't like about what they did with Resident Evil 3's remake, they will not do the same when it comes to 4. 
in terms of what's likely going to be things like, don't fucking change so much. <laughs> you don't, if you don't need to, don't fucking do it. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully it will end up more like Resident Evil 2. And I, I agree with what you said in terms of Resident Evil 2 being better than 3 in general. Like, yeah. just in terms of the two it's games. It's just a better game. It's just yeah. a better game, and I agree with that. Um, but uh, they they really, from what I've read about 3, because I haven't played it, I played 2, but uh, what I've read about 3 is, I mean, really, it's a short campaign to begin with. I mean, you're talking yeah. like four hours, maybe yeah, four five. Yeah. yeah, and uh, And so you're expecting people to pay 60... Well, seventy nine ninety nine Canadian for Bro, I bought I bought ten copies of that game. Oh my god, why? <laughs> for the stream. That's I was just like selling out a bit and I'm and then I realized like whoa. That's I was like, whoa. That's nine hundred dollars, Jeff. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> that's nine hundred dollars. It was a couple. If there's tax on it. I don't know if you had to buy it on a place a uh, platform that had tax or not, but no, uh, it was it, it, each each copy was like ninety dollars Canadian. Oh fucking, ow! Yeah, ow! I kept my receipts. <laughs> I, it's a good idea. That's going to be a write off. I, I kept my receipts. One hundred percent. But yeah, hopefully they do well with four. Four doesn't even like really need a major. Uh, if if anything, four would be the one that re- would require the least amount of alterations. Yeah, right? four is almost exclusively a graphics boost. Yeah, that's Almost pretty much it. Yeah. Full, and, and maybe add a couple of like Small new game things. plus type things, maybe. Yeah. Quality of life improvements, that's pretty much and it. And that's fucking it. If they go beyond that, I think they're they're overthinking it because four really doesn't real I'm really seriously doesn't need anything done to it. So uh there you go. So for those of you who are interested in four or haven't played four in a hot minute, this is gonna be your chance. And by the you know, the cycle of how fast they're pumping those ones out, I mean shit. That could be end of the year. 20, 20 I, I, I would say 2021. Yeah. Especially since we're, we're going to be slowed down a bit by yeah. Space Godzilla. It comes for yep. us all. Uh, next up, oh. Valorant. Jeff, Valorant is a popular video game. Have you been watching? You've been playing it, actually. I've You've been, been playing dude, some. I've put in probably close to 30 hours. Yeah, I was going to say so about 30 hours uh, based on what I've been seeing. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on? We didn't talk about it last week. So what are your yeah. what are your thoughts on Valorant? Um, the first the first night that I played, mm. uh, I didn't like it all that much. Now the reason why I didn't like it all that much is because it's not really my style of competitive shooting. Like it's it it's it's Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm more of a run and gun type guy. Before you, you know, go any further paced. than that, I just want when you say uh, Counter Strike because I haven't played it. Are yeah. there, is it exactly like Counter-Strike where the guns have spray patterns to memorize? Or, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Spray patterns, you name it. Okay. Right? So you're holding the trigger and one will go. Right. Um, right. It's, it's a lot of tapping. Like even fully automatic guns, unless you're like sitting beside somebody, mm. you're, you're, you're just like, okay. you're going to want to do it in, in spurts. Um, so, you know, it, a lot of it is like almost one shot kills, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's very, it's very, very competitive. Um, there's a lot of lingo that goes on, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're talking things like, you know, up in heaven and down, you know, th- there's different, but what's cool is on the map, it'll tell you the, the nicknames of each place as you're standing in oh, there. Okay, okay. So that way you, you start learning pretty quickly. What is what? 
because I was kind of mm. lost. And it was pretty intimidating because when I first got into the beta, it was pretty much this. It was this the second time everybody was playing it. Mm. And most of the people that were playing it are like Counter-Strike pros or diehards. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, people that have connections and stuff. So you get into a game with randoms and everybody's taking the game like really serious. You know, mm-hmm. they, they want they want to win, which is great, but it's intimidating when you're a new player. Um, so my first night that I played, although as I kept playing it, as the night went on, I started enjoying it more and more. Second day that I got in, I started learning the lingo. I started uh, learning how to how to buy, when to buy, and all the strategies. Started falling in love with it, and uh, I I think the game is, uh, I think the game is very well done. I think it's extremely well done. There's one there's one character in particular that has like rocket launcher that everybody hates. It's stupid. It doesn't belong in the game. Oh, I Hopefully saw a gif of that, that where a guy just one v five an entire team yeah. all with one hit. And it's it, really, it, really it didn't bad. Even land it close. Like yeah, it no, was... you don't. It's bad. It's yeah. it's really bad. It's yeah. fucking broken. Uh, but you know, at the same time, it's new. It's in beta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these things are, you know, gonna you, happen. You just kind of deal with it. Um, and the good news is, is like you don't get those alts like every single round, so it's not like you're constantly dealing with it. But it is annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I think the game's great. I think it's going to be a massive game. It's already big. Yeah, yeah, it's not even oh, it's, it's not even open to everybody. No, I mean when this game when this game opens up, I called it out as soon as as soon as it, as soon as it came out and I started playing it, I knew they they hit gold with this. It, well, it's the thing that, that same... they, the thing that really fucking set it off right now for them is as stupid as it sounds, Space Godzilla is helping them out a lot right now. Of course, yeah, uh, for both players and viewers, yep. but more viewers. specifically. Play, people who want to play the game or who are yeah. interested in demand. it, demand, demand is super high, and yeah. they're controlling the flow and how yep. they're control how they're making how they're making really specific and fucking genius. Yep, use of that flow yep. uh, is drops on Twitch, yep. and yep. so by doing that, it runs the viewer count number through the fucking roof, and it's free the advertising of money that's being made right now. Oh, just. In- Sane. People are making millions right now. Huge money. Over weekends. Huge money. (laughs) So it's just like, and it's all just because they're they're stemming the flow and making use of drops to give people access. Yeah, it's like it's like taking a little hit. People running streams, running like four or five streams at once, nine days straight, hoping for a drop to hit to give them a key. Dude, I saw a a thing on Twitter where somebody was. uh, I don't know who this is, so. Uh, I'm not calling anybody out in particular, but what I read on Twitter from somebody I should have looked, and then I was good. I just laughed about it. A well-known streamer, yeah, uh, or somebody that had good, a big amount of viewers, uh, kind of cheating the system where they would stream for like 12 hours and they have drops, and then they would run the vod for 12 hours and it would still give drops and just run ads, just fucking blast oh, ads, shit. and just making money, you know, because there's so many people there, and you know that a ton of them are bots. So yeah. you go into somebody's chat channel and there's like, oh, bot, you know, bot, bot, you, know bot, bot. you know, yeah, like meme twenty two eight seven five, meme twenty eight, and it goes for days on days. And if you run ads, you know, doesn't matter. You're still it getting doesn't it. Matter. You're still you're still gonna you're, likely you're still gonna get it because it's. And then they're farm. They're trying to farm these codes, and they're on eBay selling them, selling selling the uh, the co- the uh, the the beta key entries. And that's and, fucking, and that's a uh, Twitch problem. That's not a streamer problem. If you nope. if you if you're gonna have a fucking massive loophole like that, 
Yep. You're going to take it because you're going to make a lot of fucking money on that shit. Oh, you're going to make thousands and thousands. Of th- people People have got so many views, you just run one set of ads, you make thousands of dollars. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. So it's a huge it's a huge game on Twitch right now. It's popular. It seems to be mostly done well in terms of the balance despite the early, you know, the the early game. Balance is really really well done, dude. Like it's yeah. it, it, it's and the reason why it does well is because yeah, sure the abilities kind of throw things for a loop a bit, but at the same time, they have the abilities in a done in a way that it doesn't feel too broken except for that rise guy or whatever his name is. He's the only one. They've done a great job. I think it looks good. I know some people were like, oh, man, this looks like it's... I think it's it's looked like that for a reason, not only so that everybody and their dog can run the damn game, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the when you have too much graphical stuff in a game like that, it, it kind of takes away from the game itself. Well, it's it's made spe- very specifically to be competitive, so it's basically like reducing it down to something like chess. Yeah. The chess doesn't have to be flashy with a bunch of shit, you're mm-hmm. playing chess for the strategic element of it and the skill involved at that level. You don't need to have all sorts of flashy fucking. That's that's why competitive people when they play these game like any game, they turn all the graphics to zero. Mm-hmm. They don't want amazing shadows, dark shadow, dark shadows, or high grass or fucking. They they want to see everything. They want to have it six trillion frames per second. <laughs> That's all they give a fuck about are those two things. And so with a game like this, it makes sense. You know, yep. people were harping on how ugly it is. Well, first of all, I don't find it that ugly. It's no it's no more ugly than say League of Legends. It's an art style. It's yeah, not it's I, not like there's like a- aliasing issues all over the fucking place or anything. It's just it's a plain game to serve a very specific purpose. And dude, it runs very well. Yeah. It runs very that very, shit probably run on potatoes well. right now, bro. Like the servers are nice. I haven't, I haven't dropped from a single game. I haven't had people like drop out. I haven't had any lag spikes. Nothing, dude. The shit runs like butter. Yep, it's really, really well done. And I knew, I knew it was gonna, I knew Riot was gonna hit a home run because they, they have a, they have a proven track record. I remember the first day that I played the game, I had a bunch of CS:GO fanboys and stuff. Like, obviously. You know they're upset that you know now now Counter Strike is is uh you know has competition. They're like, oh, it's gonna fail, and Counter Strike you know Counter Strike's gonna crush. And I'm like, guys, let me tell you something right now. This game is gonna be absolutely huge. It's gonna be in the top three on Twitch for the next five years. Shit is gonna be massive. There's gonna be new teams, new organizations getting in on this. Riot already has the infrastructure that they use for LCS. They know how to create hype. They they're doing it like you said they're doing a phenomenal job with the drops. They're, this is the best marketing that I've seen since Apex Legends or the whole Fortnite shit when they when they turned it into Fortnite Chapter Two. The way that they're running this shit is gold. They can take their time with it. People are just frothing at the mouth to get their hands on this shit. Yep. And then when it opens up to everybody, the game's gonna explode even more. Oh, yeah. YouTube now you're seeing a bunch of YouTubers jumping on the fucking time to Valorant start the fucking. Train. All the content, the highlights. kills, the highlights, stealing kill, <laughs> stealing clips off other streamers yeah, and yeah. making millions of views. You're going to have new dedicated <laughs> channels. Everybody's jumping off the Fortnite train now and jumping on the Valorant train. And you know what? It's a good bet. It's a good bet because, like I said, Riot has got the track record. And if you were ever thinking about quitting Counter-Strike, leaving League of Legends, fucking off from Overwatch... Fucking off from StarCraft. Fucking off from any uh, any of these. PUBG. Uh, Dude, yeah, everyone's EFT, any of hopping on it. 
Hop on Valorant because I'm telling you right now, the game ain't going nowhere and it's only going to explode. You think it's big now? It's going to get bigger. It might not get bigger in terms of the amount of concurrent viewers that you see on Twitch because right now it's it, there's a lot of botting and there's a lot of like artificial hype going on. But even when everything fucking calms down, instead mm. of like 1.5 million viewers, there might be, be two, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand viewers, dude. Oh, first tournament easy. they run, first major tournament, oh, oh mill, mill, easy, mill, easy. easy. And they're going to fucking, and you know what they're going to do? They're going to go in fucking hard. You know what they're going to do? They're going to basically copy the formula from League. They're going to have a fucking, they're going to have a, a theme song that's going to, for some reason, fucking bop harder than half the shit that's coming out on the radio right now. They're going to have yep. a fucking music video involved with the shit. It's going to yep. be turned to fucking 11. They're going to have every, they're going to have everyone is going to be vying for a caster position on this yep. thing. So you're going to get top they commentators. Should. They're yep. going to have top production. And unless they, unless they seriously, they won't somehow they cut their own fucking Achilles on both sides on the way in. They they're gonna hit several well, home that, runs. Not only that, dude. They are they they have waited, and it's it's actually incredible what Riot has done because not only have they dominated the esports world for many years now or at least on the twitch side of things i mean let's be real they pretty much just dominated period mm. for, for many years mm. they waited they didn't pull they didn't pull a blizzard and have 15 different games out all all at once they didn't uh you know try and take the hype and jump into something else too quick they waited they plotted they said okay league is league is on a downturn right now it's it's not what it was hey listen league is still big it's making it's them billions massive. of dollars yeah, yeah. it's a fucking huge game but i guarantee you the, the it was no longer doing this anymore. It, it just wasn't. It was it was like it was like teetering. It's just plateaued. It like slowly, it's just sitting there, just, and occasionally it goes down, it and sometimes it goes up, and it sometimes goes up, it goes it, down. Exactly. Yeah. But they waited, and now they dropped it. They dropped a new game, and they put it into a category that not every. They didn't come out with a fucking battle royale bullshit. They came out, and they're going up against the juggernaut that has that has uh, tested the the the. The, the, stood the test of time. St- stood the test of time. Thank you, sir. And <laughs> and that you. is Counter Strike. Yes. The fact the fact that Counter Strike today is still a massive game with a huge fan base is nutty. Considering how many different games and genres and hype Dude. they have they have stood all of Counter Strike doesn't have a riot behind them. No, Val- Valve doesn't sit back there doing crazy riot shit for esports. They just don't. No. And nope. so the fact that CSGO is as old as it is and is in the environment that it's in is is basically makes it, as far as I'm concerned, CSGO might be the greatest eSport of all fucking time. Well, not only that, dude, the, the, the thing that really put them on the map was their gambling skins, was the skin shit. Oh, that was wild. And that created a culture within itself. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> when you were able to gamble on those on those uh, fucking uh, sites on Twitch, when they allowed that shit on, on, on Twitch, that shit was like number one, just people running uh skins all day all day all day and there's like two there's like two types of of counter-strike you've got like the gamblers and then you've got like the actual players and you've got like two big communities yes uh and it's it's kept them relevant it's it's i don't know how they did it but they did it look i love starcraft obviously Mm -hmm. i i almost tossed 10 years to the shit for Mm -hmm. a career csgo is a bigger esport than StarCraft. Oh, easily. By miles. Magnitudes. 
magnitudes yeah. at any stage in its life, basically, with a yep. very short window for StarCraft II, where, 2012, it, where 2013. It, it dominated everything, just yeah. this tiny window, and it's gone. And then, But CSGO weathered all of that, and mm-hmm. now it's bigger now than it was before. Yeah. And it, and it didn't have anything really major backing it other than the scene uh, itself. It's... Dude, the crazy thing about crazy. it is, is I think that Valorant might actually make Counter-Strike even bigger. Uh, well, it, I, might, I, it might because people might like, be like, you know, I like this, but I don't like the abilities. And then they go to Counter-Strike and it's basically exactly that. Well, not, and not only that, I think Counter-Strike is going to have to step their game up. I think they're going to have to innovate a little bit. Um, I think that they're going to they're going to compete with uh, with Valorant in terms of mm. prizing tournaments, mm. opportunities, all that stuff. Short Counter Strike in the short term right yes, now yeah. might be taking a hit uh, yeah. because so many people are playing Valorant, including Counter Strike players. But I think in the long run, I don't even think it's going to really affect Counter Strike all that much. They've already stood the t- the, t- the, t- the tests of time. Yes, and, uh, they're going to do it again because th- that's Counter Strike. But Valorant is going to over. It's going to surpass it in terms of viewership. In you terms know what? Of players, you know what I think everything. this is going to be. You know what I think this is going to turn out to be uh, League of Legends. And Dota, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna the have Valorant. The casuals, Valorant is is yeah. League of Legends. I mean, uh, obviously, and then yeah. CS:GO will be the Dota. Will be Dota. Dota. It'll be the the pinky up while you drink, high society. You know, old old guard, uh, five hundred IQ CS:GO guys versus the you know. Adderall snorting, coked out of their mind, 15-year-olds playing Valorant mm-hmm. uh, on the other side. And and both are going to exist without issue, side by side, and both will still have big numbers, both will still have healthy sports scenes. Yep. It'll just cater to, uh, to despite the fact that the games are almost identical, uh, yeah. they, they, will just, they will cater to just a different enough audience that they you will know, both be able to exist on uh, by I themselves. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna hate the abilities because I'm just over abilities. It's tastefully done in Valorant. Um, it's not over the top. They all kind of work together as a team. It's very team oriented game. There hasn't been really a lot of raging. I haven't seen much raging. I only ever told one guy to shut the fuck up like once. Mm. Um, considering that you know that you can just talk to anybody. Yeah, I think they're doing a really good job with this game. I'm excited to see where it goes, and uh, you know, too bad it, it isn't necessarily for me. Although I really enjoy it, I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it does big. I know it's going to do big things, but it'll I, be I think fun to watch. Good, and it's great for streamers, man. Yeah. It's going to create a lot of careers. It's it's going to revive a lot of careers yeah. because there's a ton of X. Overwatch players or even League players or whatever, whatever thing you can think of, StarCraft, whatever, that have been looking for a game that is competitive, that's new, that's fresh, that they can get on at the ground floor and they know that there's going to be a three to five year career window possibly opening for them. Yeah. So, you know, once again, Riot is is going to be getting giving people a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunity. It's great for Twitch as a whole. It's just good for the numbers. It's good for everybody's pockets. I think it's a great thing. I know we give Riot a lot of shit because, you know, all the bullshit well, they do behind the scenes. Uh, the, game, the, game, games. the games are good. They're yeah. a bunch of misogynistic fucks at the top. Yep. And yep. they're assholes. But their company makes good games. That doesn't mean everyone in the company is that. They're just making, they're making good games. So, 
named Valorant. But here's here's the downside to Valorant. And this is what the actual post was in here. Uh, is uh, is the anti-cheat system that they have uh, deployed for it right now. So there's a couple of things to talk about in regards to this. The first thing is that is that the anti-cheat is not stopping everyone. They never tend to stop everyone. Uh, hackers are still making their way in. And that's only disconcerting be- uh, or, or more disconcerting, I guess, than usual because this anti-cheat is actually really fucking invasive. Uh, this anti-cheat runs at, at ring zero or at kernel level, which from the operating system, as far as that's concerned, is basically, from the moment you press your fucking power button, that anti-cheat is, has access to everything. If you have kernel access, you are basically at the core of the matrix, and you just have your hands on everything at all times. Um, you can uninstall it, and as soon as you run the game, it will reinstall itself automatically and gain kernel access all over again. Uh, so when you have that on there, everyone's concern is, uh, regardless of what company would deploy this anti, this level of anti-cheat, it's a massive security hole because if, if any singular person cracks that shit and breaks in, they can get access to pretty much everything that happens on your, on your computer at any point in time. Which is, as it sounds, a bit of a problem. The thing that's making people more nervous about that is that ultimately Riot is owned by Tencent. Tencent is the one of the largest companies in China who has already been proven to do some less than savory shit with their games in the past uh, and has been at the forefront number, a number of times for uh, things like people being, well, thing, people being concerned about their information. Um, you know, it's, it's a large reason why people don't even want to go near the Epic launcher, for example. So, uh, that (laughs) is just something that, uh, is, uh, is currently being discussed. It was just, it was just discovered here, I guess, within the last, this, this week. I saw a pop up, pop up in my, uh, Twitter timeline, a couple of places. Uh, It's something that not a lot of people will understand. And even if you told the average player that they they, they, uh, the odds of them giving a shit about it or even understanding what you're telling them is slim. And so it is, you know, mildly disconcerting. Not, uh, and for me, not because it's Tencent owned. I don't, look, China's already got all my shit. I don't give a fuck. The, the problem is that if anyone did this, it should be a red flag. Because depend, regardless of who does this, kernel level anti-cheat, when cracked, is just, is, is, that's insane. I, I mean, it's, I, there's nothing else to say, but it, it's, it's insane. And not only that, it's unnecessary. And what's worse is that it's being shown to not be stopping all the hackers anyway. So despite this egregious invasion of your computer that you wouldn't even get an, give an antivirus program uh, half the time, it's not stopping everyone. So hopefully they come up with an anti-cheat that isn't fucking kernel level, uh, so that people can uh, not have a massive security hole in their computer. But to this point, that is something to be aware of. If you are going to download and install Valorant, be aware that the anti-cheat that is installed automatically, whether you remove it or not, it will reinstall itself, is kernel level. And what that means is it basically has its hands in every cookie jar throughout your computer and can take at will, if, it, if somebody wanted to, if they get access to it, whatever the fuck they feel like. And so um, just be aware of that. 
It's a thing. They have said that they have had it tested by uh, uh, one or more third-party security firms and it has been tested to be fine, but that hasn't meant shit over the years for security. The way that computer shit goes is no matter how airtight it is, somebody inevitably finds a way to crack the shit. And if it's Mm. a game as popular as Valorant, you better bet your ass that a lot of people currently, probably Russian, are working on ways to crack that fucking software. So, uh, just be mindful of that. Uh, If it's something that you don't really give a fuck about, if they find your 2003 tax folder full of 4K porn, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, if you're worried about them maybe actually key- finding a way in and key logging and all of a sudden your passwords are fucked, okay, maybe maybe now you want to be concerned about it. But that's just something to, uh, to keep in mind for Valorant. Otherwise, have fun. Everyone else seems to be having fun. If you can get a key. <laughs> go to eBay and buy them for a few hundred bucks. There you go. If you're that desperate. Cut the line. Just get in there. Uh, next up. Oh, this is a goodie. So, uh, NASCAR, uh, NASCAR's Kyle Larson was suspended and eventually fired for dropping the N-word during a virtual race. Uh, I can't remember, I think it was iRacer or something, I can't remember which, uh, which simulation he was taking part in. Uh, was but, he on Twitch? Yes, there was a clip of this, actually. Yeah, I, I saw the clip. You saw the clip, I just yeah. didn't know if he was streaming it on Twitch. I believe somebody, I don't think he was specifically, but he was part of, I think, somebody who Well, was. I saw him on webcam. I mean, he was on webcam and stuff, so I think he was streaming. Oh, was it him specifically? Yeah. So it was iRacing. So, yeah, drop that hard R. And for the dumbest reason. So apparently he, 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 uh, he was trying to figure out if his partner uh, or one or more of his partners could hear him uh, over the mic. And, uh, obviously, the number one way to test that is to say something, uh, so unbelievably offensive that they couldn't possibly be trolling you and continue to tell you that you're not saying anything. Unfortunately for him, that backfired as everyone was hearing him at the time, and so did all the stream, and subsequently all of his sponsors, all of one of which dropped him immediately, and then subsequently he was then, uh, dropped from the NASCAR team that he was, uh, part of. Uh, he then put up his standard... Video so apology, sorry. the uh, looking up at him from his fucking face cam on the cell phone. Uh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't raised like this. Mama taught me better. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oops, I just saw all of my money disappear. Um, there you go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people. I really don't. Like this guy, this guy is is a professional race car driver, probably making millions of dollars a year off sponsorships. And He's not making small of, money anyway. And the the funniest part of it is he was part of a campaign mm. where they were talking about uh uh, uh not being racist and oh, that NASCAR no. is for everyone. Dude, oh, it's, stop. it's so bro, it's it's gold. You can't make this shit up. It's oh, all about no. like uh. Oh fuck! I forget. I'd have to go and find it. But yeah, he literally was one of the spokesperson oh. for NASCAR about oh. you know, hey, NASCAR isn't just for white people. We don't discriminate. It's for everyone, type thing, right? And what oh. does he do? He goes on. He drops an end bomb to his friends, and he does it. Uh, diversity in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> and then what does he do? He drops an end bomb to his friends, and he does it in a way. It's coming from a black guy, by the way. Uh, so I already know. I already know. Listen, I I know. I know somebody 
I'm not calling him a racist because it's just too easy to call somebody a racist when they drop an N-bomb. A lot of the time is they they aren't racist. It's not I'm saying the dude hates black people or anything like that. But you can tell that this guy, this is the type of language, the type of friends that he has is that he uses on the regular. Yeah. Like when he's with his boys hanging out, having some fucking Bud Light that he's probably sponsored by or was, and he's sitting around and he's like, hey, yo, N-bomb, grab me another beer. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's the type of sh- you can tell because he said it in such a way that it was just so natural. It's like it it, it just flows off the tongue. There was no like, stutter. There was no the, stutter. It was the- just it was just like buddy talk, you know, shooting the shit. It's like if I if I said, Hey Adam, hey fuck boy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like if I say that, it's like yeah. him saying the N bomb. Uh by no means am I saying he's a he he hates black people and that'd be a bit extreme. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But you can tell. That this is the type of language that he uses, yeah, uh, and and that is probably the type of people he hangs out with, um, and uh, yeah, I don't. It's just it's just funny coming from the guy that that made the commercial about diversity in in NASCAR, and it's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like you're in front of all of these people, like. That's not, ma- <laughs> that's not making it any easier for NASCAR to convince the world that it isn't just for a bunch of it- not only white people, but like the like the the southern, the stereotypical yeah. southern, like the Bible Belt type shit, NASCAR, where it's just like the home of racism. Nas- well, it's <laughs> the thing. NASCAR with a hard R, boys. That's NASCAR that's the that's, with a hard R. That's that's the thing that people have been saying for years. Because there's that stigma, that stereotype. Yeah, that's true. Like it's, it it is. It's just the way it is. And what does this guy do? The fate, one of the faces of NASCAR about diversity, goes on and drops a hard R, not even a soft one. No, it's almost like it's almost like he added an extra hard on the R. (laughs) Like it's like you know he, it's like he really he really went at it. He dug in on it. He dug in on it. It's like, dude, man, like, come on. And then you know you 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 get the whole like. I'm sorry. This is I, I know I never say this. It's like, dude, if you want people to believe you, then just go on and say, hey, you know what? Uh, th- this I, I, I it just kind of slipped. And to be honest, th- these are the types of things that I fucking that I uh, say with my boys, and we just fuck around and stuff. And and uh and, and I need to I need to learn to like not say those things. <laughs> uh, yes. Period. Yeah. And just change the way like I use my vocabulary to to say things. It's like it's like if somebody says, "Oh man, that's gay." You know what I mean? Yes. That's how he uses that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean that it, you know you're you're homophobic if you say it. Yeah. Or anything like that. It just means like it's a little insensitive. I still Obviously, I still call things it, retarded when I try not to, but it exactly. just happens anyway. Yeah. It just happens sometimes, right? It's yeah. not saying that you 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 have a problem with people that 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 are you know mentally challenged. It, it has nothing to do with that. It, it's just it's how it, it's what you use Part to describe of your vernacular. Yeah. Exactly, and you need to remove that specific thing. I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, compare the hard R no. uh, on the N word to gay or retard. Yes, but uh, you, I'm using that as an analogy. But it's you know a similar, I mean? it's like, a similar, it's a similar concept. Yeah, and it's and it's that much deeper though when you're dealing with NASCAR. Like, there's already this like uh, it's just it's a know, stigma, it's, and he's part of the, the 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 program. They're trying to like get rid of the stigma, and it's just like, bro. Yeah, it's come oh, on, man. man. Yeah, come it's on, not, bro. not good. Not good, but anyway, why are you gonna be like that, is. Kyle? Come on, Kyle. What, what are you gonna? What why are you, you be like that, Kyle? Kyle man? Don't be such a Kyle. Kyle with a hard R. 
<laughs> Kyle with a hard K. Kyle with a hard K. Uh, uh, what else? We, oh, PlayStation. PlayStation is starting up play it a uh, play at home initiative to help people stay entertained at home during the uh, you know the the whole Space Godzilla pandemic. Uh, until May 5th, players can download Naughty Dog's Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, which is the three games in mm. one collection, as well as Journey, which is that indie game that I love so much, uh, for free. Completely free. So you can download that. Uh, to my knowledge, it's yours to keep. You download that bad boy, yours to keep. So until then, you can uh, download that. So if you haven't played them and you want to, oh, four games, oh. sorry, four games, not three, four games. So that's five total games. Until Jeez. May the fifth, all free. good, all good games. Damn, can you even play all four before May fifth? That's a lot of I gaming. Well, I don't know if they like. I don't think they're taking it off your account, but they're just making it available for free until oh, May shit. the fifth. Okay. Yeah, damn. Yeah, go download them. Yeah, so uh, go and uh, and uh, and make use of that. Even if they were only making them available until May fifth, that's still pretty fire. So you know, if you have the ability to do it, whether you keep it or not. That's a that's nope. a good place to start. That's a lot of good solid entertainment. Almost all of them are like nines and tens. So I mean, you just you're you're getting some uh, basically almost four game of the year contenders plus Journey, which honestly for me, if it wasn't an indie game, I I considered it game of the year uh, uh, in the year that it came out. Uh, good stuff. Uh, also, on top of that, they have an additional ten million dollars that they're putting into a fund to support indie game developers who are obviously taking a a particularly hard hit during this time. You know, it's hard enough for big game uh, game developers and publishers to weather this kind of storm. It's obviously infinitely more difficult for uh, indie developers to be able to do the same thing. And so they have an initiative uh, that will have more info about that uh, forthcoming, but there is this $10 million initiative that they have in place for indie developers. So there you go on that front, which is pretty neato. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's dope. Uh, Dude, this is another thing where companies are adapting to yes. this crisis. Yeah. And, and you know, in a good way. They're yeah. not only getting people to stay in their houses, but they're amping up uh, the um, uh, the Uncharted. Mm-hmm. And it's being it was being filmed. It actually had, they did one day of shooting. Oh uh, no! They and then go it got closed, and, and they got closed down. But this is this is a good marketing play too, because a lot more people are going to play this. They're going to get more familiar with it. Some people are going to replay them. It's true. And then this movie's going to drop, and it's going to help the box office. Uh, I think this is a a dope play. Yeah, fire on multiple fronts. It's a win 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 for everyone involved. Yep. Uh, hey Jeff. Yes, Adam. Just like a good stew, the plot thickens in the cooking mama. Mm. Scandal, as a new a new announcement was posted up uh, by the uh, the uh, by the the company uh, today. This is by Office Create Corp. Uh, so I'm just going to read this off, and uh, the it plot just, thickens. The shit just gets fucking crazier. So this is this is their, their notice that they put up. We would like to thank our fans and customers for their support over the years for the Cooking Mama franchise. As many of you know, Planet Entertainment LLC in Connecticut, uh, U.S. Uh, is known. It's known as Planet. Recently released Cooking Mama Cookstar for sale in the U.S., Europe, and Australia. This was an unauthorized unor- release in bra- uh, breach of Planet's contract with Office Create. So this was the developer breaching contract with the property owner, which is who's putting this this notification up. 
In August of 2018, Office Create licensed Planet to develop the Cooking Mama Cookstar game for Nintendo Switch. Unfortunately, the quality of the game builds failed to meet the standards that our customers expect and deserve. Office Create rejected a wide range of deficiencies affecting the overall feel, quality, and content of the game. Yet, despite being contractually obligated to correct the identified deficiencies and resubmit the corrected game for Office Create's approval, Planet proceeded to release Cooking Mama Cookstar without addressing all of the rejections and without Office Create's approval. So they just skipped half the contract and said, fuck that shit, send it out the door. We have also learned that Planet and or its European distributor has been promoting an upcoming European release of a, this is where it gets really fucking wild, of a PS4 version of Cooking Mama Cookstar. Office Create has not licensed Planet or any other entity to create any Cooking Mama games for the PS4. Office Create itself has not been involved in the development of any PS4 Cooking Mama game. So What's not going only, on? So not only are they ignoring the, the license holder, they're just they're they're making ports to a game that was never meant to even exist in the first place. These guys, what the fuck is going on with Cooking the, with, Mama? With this? Is the spiciest fucking news every, every week. Let's say they added a little bit too much spice little, in the pot. A little too much spice. A little bit too much spice. Office Create is evaluating all legal action against Planet to protect our customers, intellectual property rights, and the Cooking Mama series. In the meantime, we thank our customers and loyal Cooking Mama fans for their continued support and sincerely regret any confusion and disappointment that this that has been caused by Planet's conduct. And that's the end of it. Somebody's getting sued. Hard. Into the, Hard into the ground. They're done. They ain't coming back from this. As 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 the great Joe Exotic one said, I am not going to financially recover from this. <laughs> and the follow-up, I am broke as fuck. There's going to be everyone involved. Fuck Carol Baskin, that bitch. <laughs> Holy oh, shit, man. Cooking Mama just keeps... Keeps on cooking. Keeps cooking. So who knows what we're going to find out. Now we get to wait for the fucking legal proceedings for whatever this Can't is. Can't wait. Holy shit. Can't wait. Cooking fucking mama. Can you imagine if the legal proceedings does, does actually dig up that it had code in it to oh, do fucking perfect. crypto mining? It's going to be perfect. That the would whole be. Thing's gonna be great. We're get, we, can, we can cover this whole, the whole cooking mama fiasco. The cooking mama thing is going to turn into the fucking, uh, the Tiger it's be a King. a documentary series on version. Netflix. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to find out that fucking Joe Exotic has been running Cooking Mama from his jail cell. Yes. It's fucking incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, what do we got next? Oh, PlayStation 5. So an insider, somebody apparently within the company, uh, has uh, leaked it out to a few folks that apparently the, uh, or allegedly... The release of the PS5 uh, at the end of the year is going to be limited in availability, not necessarily because of the, of, of Space Godzilla, uh, although it does have something to do with that in, in general, but actually due to the cost of the console at release, they're afraid that it's going to be so expensive that the demand is not going to be very high, and so they're not going to run supply through the roof. Um, the, the, the PlayStation is well-priced, right? Well, we don't know yet. We don't know the price oh, of thought... it yet. Oh, okay. No, Fuck. no, no. So, uh, so there, 
so there are so we have we have guessed that it would be between four ninety nine and five forty nine US, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is apparently also what in this article that I read is what the experts are also suggesting Projected. is likely to be the cost somewhere between mm-hmm. four ninety nine and 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 five forty nine. Uh, I still think it's a good chance that this thing hits five ninety nine, um, just based on on. I think it would have been four ninety nine to five forty nine before Space Godzilla. Now I'm thinking it's five ninety nine because of Space Godzilla, and because, like we said before, five forty nine sounds worse than five ninety nine. Yeah, to consumers true. here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was that's that's the the, the current inside scoop. Uh, mm. And the, yeah, they're afraid that, uh, like they said, they, they said the demand mm. would be changed with the price increase, and Spicy. so avail- availability is likely to be lower. Which, of course, you know, the scalpers are going to be fucking salivating. Just salivating. Mm. They're going to be buying like ten of these bad boys up, right to eBay, right to eBay, double the price, fourteen hundred dollar yep. PS Five, and people will buy them. Yes, they will. They will buy them. I'm yep. telling you. What do you think there the first no eBay release. listing for a PS5 is going to be, Jeff? A thousand dollars. I think it's twelve hundred. Yeah, it could very well could be twelve hundred dollar PS5 up on eBay. Yeah, dude, dude. Uh, Nintendo Switches are going for double their value right now. Yes, double, double. They're sold out everywhere. Yeah, stores are closed. So you can't buy them anywhere. So people are just selling what the ones they have locally. Like I've never seen so many Switches for sale. On fucking Craigslist and Kijiji in my life. <laughs> and they're selling. I could go and take my Switch. Kayla was playing the Switch in bed last night. I could take I could take my Switch right now, put that shit up, and that shit would be sold in 24 hours. I'd probably get six, $700 for it. Yes. Easy. It's That's crazy, dude. It's crazy. And so Imagine I what's going to happen with these consoles. Well, yeah, this be- is a, a launch console. <laughs> it's it's gonna be go I'm, t- I'm, I'm thinking 1200 yeah, you're probably right. But, you know, that that's I, you know, it's a rumor. Sony uh, was contacted. They haven't commented on it. Uh, but I mean, this sounds pretty that that sounds sounds legit. Sounds legitimate enough for me. Uh, I think it's just going to be the case regardless if if anyone said it or not. That's, that sounds about right to me. Uh, next up, speaking of the Nintendo Switch, my uh my man, Nintendo Switch firmware update 10.0.0. Mm. The big one. We've entered the future, Jeff. Nintendo Switch is finally allowing you to remap your controller buttons. The dream. The dream has happened. Furthermore, it's it's finally happened. Furthermore, you can actually move games to the SD card finally. Damn, that's actually a big update. The future is now, where you can make use of your SD (laughs) card. That's dope. Uh yeah. I've got about five SD cards in a bucket somewhere back there. Yeah. From like 2012 when they were actually important. Yes. And uh finally I might actually get to use them again. Yeah. Finally. Great. But that's the thing. Uh however, asterisk here is that that functionality, if you're moving it off of the console's uh memory onto the SD card, there yeah. are things that don't make it over. I don't uh, you'll have to double check if you're interested in this at home. Um, you have to, uh, the, the save games and stuff, I don't think make it over. I think it's just the game. Mm. And so keep that in mind. 
Well, that's not uh, that bad that. because typically when you're going to take shit off anyway, you're like done playing. You just don't want to take up space and yeah. you just want to store all your library somewhere. Yeah. I mean, in the internal, like they were saying in chat, like, the internal memory is like almost nothing. You can put yeah. like two games on it. Yeah. So uh, it that's why I started basically re-downloading. I deleted everything off my Switch and I re-downloaded everything and to the memory card mm-hmm. the second time around. Uh, because at the time I didn't have the option to move them on the console, uh, but it was for that reason. You have like two fucking games. Like, who wants to do that? So it's ridiculous. But there you go, ten point Remap your <laughs> controller buds and that's some other stuff. One of the weirdest things in the update was it allows you to bookmark up to like I think thirty or so news articles on Twitch's news or, or not Twitch uh, uh, on uh, the Switch's news thing. I didn't know there was a demand for people to be able to bookmark news, but uh, on the Switch. But there you go, bookmark mm-hmm. away. There you go, to your heart's content. Next up, not wanting to be left off of the remaster, remake, re whatever hype. Crisis got uh, got leaked here uh, yesterday and and confirmed more or less at this point, in that it is the original Crisis is getting uh, a remaster. It's getting updated graphics uh, that includes their own ray tracing, uh, their, uh, their engine-based ray tracing, so hardware agnostic, meaning it doesn't matter what graphics card you have, you're going to be able to get ray tracing. Uh, and it's coming to PC, Xbox, PS4, and they're even putting that bitch on the Switch! Oh my goodness, the Switch is just getting everything now. So, the, the, you know, to answer the, the, the age-old question, can it run Crisis? Apparently the Switch will be able to run Crisis. Boom. Yeah, I doubt it's going to have ray tracing, but it'll run. It'll run. We'll have to see how well it runs, but it's gonna it's gonna run. Uh, and so there you go. So if you're a big Crisis fan, that's gonna uh, that's gonna happen. Oh, where yeah, we have to say, tell everyone hit the fucking like button. Oh uh, shit, man, Mark, we're, we're Mark, Mark did give me a video, but unfortunately, uh, the, we remade it because the last one uh, needed to be uh, updated. But for whatever reason, OBS didn't like it. I tried to put it in, and it like. The box was like one pixel up in the top left corner. Didn't like it. So oh, hit the like button then. That's eventually coming, but smash that like button. Hit it. Smash it. Do things Get to on it. it. Can it rerun Crisis as a new hashtag for remaster? Yeah, okay. I'm behind that. <laughs> crisis, so poorly optimized. We asked the question, can it run Crisis for like a decade? It's a, a good meme. Uh, next up, and uh, last in our gaming news list, Silent Hills is back on the menu of rumors, Jeff. Mm, I'm As getting tired of hearing this back and forth with Silent Hill. Make a decision. Just, I just, you know, we're, I feel like we're getting close. I feel like we're getting close to knowing. Because right now we got this uh, rumor coming up hot off the press because Swahiro, uh, uh, Maruo, uh, known for his work, I just butchered that man's name. Swahiro is the is definitely right. The uh, Maruo, I have no idea how to pronounce that. Known for his work in horror mangas, horror mangas, uh, posted pictures on his Instagram of a gravestone with Silent Hills written on it, and then the next picture was the front door with the the company logo thing for Konami's headquarters. Mm. Saying uh, in the caption, afternoon invitations, hope you'll join in. Mm. And if that doesn't sound like a Silent Hill game being made, then I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's either they're really trying hard to stay relevant in the news right now, or there's actually a Silent Hill game coming. I mean, 
The motherfucker is a horror manga writer. If we can't get that as being like definitive proof that Silent Hills is coming in some way, shape, or form, I think we're gonna see it. Then I, I don't know what is. It. Yeah, I think we're gonna see it. There I hope. you go. Make it happen. Make it happen. I want to see it. Just make it good. Which means, I, ideally, Konami, don't be the one at the head. Just, just hand it to somebody else. Pass off the rock to somebody else, for God's sake. Jeff, that's all we got for gaming news. You know what that time it is then, huh? What, what it, is it means it's time to tell everybody about the sponsors. That's fucking right all it right? is. I'm just going to start off with Elgato. All right, if do you it. Guys, if you guys ain't got a stream deck, go pick one up. Link is in the description below. If you don't have any proper lighting, whether you're a photographer, a streamer, a podcaster, whatever the case may be, go pick mm. it up. Maybe you just want more lighting. That's right. Go pick it up. Hey, if you're looking for a green screen that is very compact, easy to bring up and bring down. That's right. Go check out Elgato. They you want to spice up the 90,000th TikTok video that you've recorded this week? Get a green screen. Ooh. Start Ooh. putting some, uh, some shit behind you. Oh, oh. That's right. Trying to get trying to get that like that that uh that doc type uh production. That's right. to take over production TikTok, value. Cuz everybody's doing TikTok these days. So go and check them out. Uh link is in the description. Uh so go click on that. Go check them out if you if you're listening to this on RSS feed, just go check out Elgato or come over to the YouTube and click on the link underneath and go pick up some products. That's right. Can't forget about NordVPN. That's right. NordVPN. Straight up, juggernaut, you guys, every month, y'all are grabbing subscriptions, and thank you for supporting the podcast, uh, supporting the streams. Uh, it's muchly appreciated. Uh, you can type in exclamation, actually not here, but if you go into the description of the video, uh, there is a link, or you can just go to www.nordvpn.com slash OTT. Mm. Use the promo code OTT. You know why? Because it gets you 70% off your three-year subscription. That means you can use up to six simultaneous devices. Yes. You can. And you you can know have, there's at least six in your house right now. Oh, 100%. You can have web browser going. There's an extension. You can have a desktop app. You can have an app on your phone. You can have an app on your smart TV. Tons of ways that you can use your VPN to watch things that are region locked, to to bypass some data capping, to stay safe and anonymous, to just visit a different country because we're all just sitting in quarantine right now. So you can just do it virtually. You know what? I, I think I want to just be in the U.S. Actually, it's probably a bad one to go with. I think I just want to be in like Barbados. Easter Island. Easter Island. <laughs> there you go. You'll go there. You can visit anywhere you want. By just one click of a button, boom, just like that. Servers are fast. You can stream on them. You can game on them. You can stream and game on them at the same time. That's right. That's right. And if you don't like the service, they have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not getting what you want out of it, if it's not fast enough, if it's just not doing it what doing what you want it to do, which I don't see why it wouldn't, you can get all your money back. No questions asked within 30 days. Easy. NordVPN, go get yourself a subscription. Because when you guys are supporting the stream, hey, we can keep this show going. It's been over three years, a long time. 
It's been we a long trying time. to get three more out of it. We trying. We're squeezing it. We're squeezing it. And we've been squeezing leg TV for a long time. <laughs> squeezing hard. There's still some juice. To, <laughs> there's still some juice. We're really testing the old adage. Can you squeeze blood from a stone? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> one way or another. We're going to find out. But uh, if you guys are not in the market right now for a VPN, when you do get ready to be in the market, think of us and use that promo code OTT That's for right. NordVPN. That's right. Also, patreon.com slash leg TV. If you want to support us directly, that's the place to do it. It's as little as a dollar a month. Hey, if 100 people did a dollar, it's $100 a month. You know what that is, Jeff? That's roughly how much the U.S. government is hoping that people can survive on for the next 10 weeks. There you go. We're going to... If they think it works, obviously, hey, you can make it happen. Hey, hook us up with some Trump bucks. Give right. us a Trump check. Make sure your name's on it. Get that name. So we know who gave it. That's right. And we know who we can praise and who saved the day. That's right. That's what we're looking for. Patreon.com slash lag TV. <laughs> <laughs> and hit that like button. Hit the like button. Hit that like button. That's a free way to support. It you ain't is. got no money. You don't want to give no money. That's cool. That's fine. Hit that like button. Leave a comment for the algorithms. Hit the little fucking bell dingy thingy, whatever they got going on. Yeah. Share it. Do that. And we appreciate that. That's it. Mr. Black, it's now yeah. time mm-hmm. for movies and TV. Disney might not be in as great a shape as we once thought, Jeff. They might also need that dollar a month paycheck from Donald Trump. <laughs> we talked about this uh, the other week where we were like, oh, Disney's like just fucking massive. And it's true, they're likely to be perfectly fine. However, they're not doing as well as, uh, as, as most people probably would have thought, including us. Uh, according to a new report, they are burning upwards of $30 million a day and took out a $6 billion uh, loan at the end of March. Netflix currently is actually worth more than Disney. As Netflix's stocks continue to go up and Disney's continue to fall. Uh, Disney's last uh, dropout, I think, was somewhere in the neighborhood of between 2 and 3% at the end of the day. Mm. So right now, Netflix, technically, mm. bigger market cap than Disney. Not worth more, though. Well, <laughs> for, as far on, as the stock market's concerned, the, yeah, the market yeah. cap is bigger for, for yeah. uh, Netflix well, than Disney. Okay, so, so there's, there's, there's multiple reasons for this, all right? Yes. So it's not that they're burning $30 million a day. It's that they're losing $30 million Well, that's what I mean. Uh, they're not physically yeah. taking money out of their bank yeah. accounts yeah, yeah, and yeah, burning yeah. $30 million, but they're losing so, $30 million a day. So I, 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 I've looked into this, yes. and Disney is not in trouble. Like, I mean, the, it, it, it's not good. Yes. But it's not like they're going to go bankrupt and fold or some shit. No. What they did is they brought Bob Iger back. Yes. Uh, so he's he's coming back um, as as basically a consultant. And Just when they thought he could get him out, no, nah. he's right so back in. Right now he's there to you know to appease the the to make when when Bob Iger's there, everybody feels comfortable. They know they're in good hands. Things are going to work themselves out. Fuck that other Bob. And we want Bob Iger. We want Bob Iger. Yeah. So a couple of big things have happened. Over over the last little bit, when it comes to uh, the movie business, uh, Disney, everything, so space first Godzilla, off, the reason, th- that 
the the main <laughs> reason why they are losing upwards of thirty million dollars a day is because the movies are not actually the biggest earner for mm. Disney. Mm. Merch. Uh, it it is the the Disney parks mm-hmm. and cruise ships. Those are the biggest Disney earners. The cruise ships, uh, really, in the company. Yes. Wow. Huge money, in, and they're actually building as we speak right now. They were building a couple more uh, Disney cruise ships somewhere, which uh, has obviously halted uh, production on those. Cruise ships are bringing in massive, massive money for Disney, and well, neither of those things are going right now. But uh, trolls have just come out. Trolls yes. two or whatever. Trolls two, which I didn't know. Trolls one was good enough for a sequel. Yeah, so Trolls One made I, I don't want to I hate making up numbers, but I think it made around forty million dollars opening weekend. Okay, um, Trolls Two, mm. straight to um, digital. Mm. So because of the whole Corona thing, they still released it. This movie made ninety million dollars. So how do they calculate that? So this is from rentals. So they they have it uh had it for digital oh, rentals. Okay. This movie made a fuck ton of cash. So now Disney has got to think, okay, is this going to change the game completely when it comes to straight to digital? Because obviously This is what we right talked about now, last week. We exactly, talked about this being a thing. This. Well, right now they made that much because it's Corona. Everybody's home, right? So obviously that that number is. But yeah. this can be the time where they're training people to now want to watch. You spend twenty dollars on a rental, your your whole family can can watch it, or maybe they can buy it on digital for twenty nine ninety nine or something. This movie made a fuck ton of money, which has Disney thinking, well. Why don't we do more of this shit? Uh, so Bob Iger from, and this is this is all speculative. This is for, uh, things that uh, that I've been hearing through my, uh, not through my sources, but from pe- people that I watch. And, I know a guy who's got a guy. I have my sources. <laughs> but essentially, they might be changing the whole landscape. And we think, or these people think, and I and I believe that Bob Iger is going to come in and change fundamentally how Disney is is being ran. I actually think Bob Iger has said that um, because, believe it or not, Disney is a in-person business. They make the vast majority of their money from physical people buying merch, going to theme parks, going to cruise ships, uh, and being in person. That's their highest well, margin. When, yeah. when the pandemic is happening... Nobody is out there, hence why they're losing $30 million upwards a day. So they are in works now to fundamentally change how dependent they are on physical uh, uh, business. And seeing as though this movie made the type of money that it did, uh, I think we're going to see the way Disney releases things. Um and this movie's going to end up going on Disney Plus eventually as well. So they could start releasing these movies on digital or even both. They could go, okay, we're going to release it in theater and we're going to release it on digital at the same time. 
for for this for this period, and then eventually it'll go on Disney Plus. Or maybe if you want to buy the movie and you're a Disney Plus membership owner, or you want to rent it if you're a Disney Plus own uh, membership owner, maybe you get a discount on that rental. Maybe you get a discount on buying it. Or maybe if you rent it, if you then purchase it, you get a discount. Uh, so there's a lot of things. Uh, that they could do. This is literally all and we talked about last week. Was like all the various ways the model could change because of the uh, of this situation, right? And it, it's and, crazy. And and yeah, like yeah, it's everyone's at home, and so ninety million for trolls two sounds inflated. But is it really over two times? No, inflated. No. I I doubt that that's the case. And this is trolls two. I mean, this is not. Exactly, yeah. a high volume this is, fucking this movie. This is Frozen Two. This is Trolls Two. And so, my question to you, Jeff, is because I'm going to say it's going to happen: is which Marvel movie is the one they dip their toes in the water to test how far this model can be pushed? Is it Ant Man? Is it? Is it? Uh, I'm thinking it's either Ant Man or it will be fucking Black Widow. What do you think? I don't think it's going to be Black Widow because they changed the date for it. Oh, did they? And I think, yeah. So, so I think Black Widow is is too much of a theatrical release. I think they got a lot on it. It could change. Like if this pandemic keeps going for months on end, because they're thinking that potentially the the theaters could open up in July. That's going to be enough. It's probably not going to. But even if they did, people are still not going to go to the theater the way that they were before this pandemic no. right away. There's going to be tons of guys like you and I that be like, I ain't going to no fucking theater. Uh, for quite some time period yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to think the same way so the theaters even when they reopen they're still going to be hurting for business uh, one way or another uh, I think your your Ant-Man 3 uh, thing which might not even happen now do we not remember that what's her face uh, when <laughs> and was, she's gone about the pandemic, and yeah. she's gone so and and you know movies are so backed up now that mm. uh Movies are going to be like a year delayed, so I still think they're going to. T- there still has to be one that that they dip their toes in because if Trolls Two does ninety mil, you have to yeah. think that Bob's sitting there going, "Okay, fucking hold on now." If Trolls Two does ninety million, if I release Ant Man Three on there, you have to assume it's doing north of a hundred million dollars. So, and would and possible. would and would Ant Man Three do north of a hundred million dollars at the box office? Probably not. I don't think so. I really don't. <laughs> uh, Black Widow, though, I think will. Uh, but you you might be onto something, Adam. Yeah. I think if there's still a problem going on, they could do the both, the theater and the digital at the same time for Black Widow. I think it's going to happen regardless. Mm. Is my is my is my call? I think regardless. I think because it's just serendipitous because this has happened and it forced them to do this release. And it was an innocuous movie, Trolls 2. Like, nobody at Disney was going, well, fuck, we have to go straight to digital for Trolls. Nobody gave a fuck. Mm. And they see $90 million for Trolls 2. I think that by itself changes how they do releases, regardless of when and how this whole thing ends, as far as people getting back out to theaters. I think they're going to permanently move into a situation where they will be doing straight to digital releases, Mm -hmm. or co-releases, both in the theater and at home. And that's just going to be, I think that's just going to be it. I, I don't know how you could, I don't know how you could go from seeing 90 million 
for trolls too and not want that to be something that you take into consideration for the future and at least dip your toes in the water and you have to do it with the big properties which is either going to be a star wars property or a marvel property and so i suspect that would be more likely to be a marvel property because they've got more one more of them that they can they're more like throwaways you know you don't want to call ant-man 3 throwaway but in in the grand scheme of marvel movies it is a throwaway Yeah. yeah And then see what happens. And if, it, Dude, and if making, Ant-Man does yeah. opening weekend of straight to digital, 125 million fucking dollars. Yeah. Okay. Bro, the fact that they have made damn near $90 million. On Trolls 2. On Trolls 2. What? On the opening weekend. Yes. Fuck. That's going to change shit. Yes. That's just gonna change shit. Period. That yes. type of money. That this this movie, bro. Hundred percent. If this movie straight up just came out normally in theaters and there's no pandemic, this was not making ninety million dollars in the theater. No, it just wasn't. No, it just wasn't. No, this is not gonna happen. It would take it would take them it would take them probably three weeks to hit ninety million dollars in Trolls Two. Yes, if they were lucky, it would. If they're if the, if they were lucky, I mean, well, you know what? the The first trolls I think made three hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide in total. In its entire its entire run. So we're looking at a month. Yes, to hit a hundred mil, rough. Because it's going to make the it's going to make at least thirty percent upfront in the first month, and then yeah. the rest of the run will come out. So afterwards. in, in two thousand sixteen, it made one hundred and fifty million domestically and three hundred fifty million in total worldwide. Yeah. Oh, bro. now. This movie is already well. Now it's it's what Thursday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the box office is now. I I, I don't know. But my guess is, is it's probably already made north of a hundred million easy. Oh, definitely hundred percent. Especially with all the press and shit that this is getting. Definitely, it's probably breaking the hundred. It's probably already made. Can you imagine a straight to digital Black Widow? The amount of money that that would be made in the opening weekend on a straight to digital Black Widow. I think I honestly I. At this point, if they released Black Widow on digital like next week, bro, I, that that's a two hundred million dollar opening weekend. <laughs> well, that's a lot. I mean, it's Trolls lost, Two though. did ninety. Yeah, true. Black Widow makes two hundred I mean, million dollars opening weekend. I, mean, I think what it is too is it's a, it's a kids movie, and there's a lot of kids at home, and parents just want p- two hours apiece. Sure, but I would say, I would say. You might be right, dude. <laughs> you actually might. I, I was gonna. I was gonna say around one hundred and between one hundred and thirty, one hundred forty, uh, one hundred fifty million. You might actually be right, dude. <laughs> if they marketed this thing right and said, you know what, fuck the pandemic, we're releasing this shit on digital, nineteen ninety nine. Watch it with your whole family. Thirty bucks, own it digital, bro. They make a fuck ton of money. They might actually, it's crazy to think, but they might actually make more money on digital releasing Black Widow now than what they would make releasing Black Widow in theaters. I believe that. In, in say, August, September, October. I believe that. And, they're, and the longer they wait, the more movies they're going to go up against when the theaters finally do open. Absolutely. I believe that. That might be the play, man. You might be right, bro. I think they I, might actually release, they I might think, actually go with Black Widow first. They might do it. Black Widow might be the one. Because it's a standalone. It's not, you know, I, I think... It's just risky for them because they spend a fuck ton of money on this on these movies, these big budget movies. They're meant to be watched on the biggest screen possible. It add it adds to the to the the enjoyment of the film. But we're actually at a point now, especially with proof of concept with fucking trolls two, world tour, 
that they might they might actually go, you know what, boys? We're already losing up to $30 million a day. Let's see what we can... Fuck it. Let's roll the dice on this. This is a time to experiment. One of them has to be a dice roll. And you know because Trolls did 90 mil, they're going to roll the dice. And in all honesty, I mean, how much? what was the budget for Black Widow? Do we know? Uh, I don't know, but I'm my guess is... I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say... 150? 150. I was going to say one, 150 between 150 170. Black Widow budget. Between 150 and 200 million. Bro, so they, really they make that back in a week. Oh, yeah. And then some. Definitely. They could make that in an opening weekend, yes. honestly. Yes. And so and the gamble right now for them is, look, we're in the middle of a really fucky situation. We don't know how people are going to react to going back to theaters even when they do open. We don't know what the competition is going to look like, really, when Black Widow goes to theaters. It's a yeah. standalone. It's for a character that, that you know, she's popular, but she's not, it's not fucking Iron Man. Yeah. And we put they this out. We don't need out. to pay the theaters. They don't need we to don't pay, need the to pay the the theaters. This is right into our pocket. This is literally directly dollars, no middleman, into our pocket, big money. We put this out. Trolls 2 just did 90 mil opening weekend. Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they have already spent a lot of money on advertising for this. Like, they're probably, they're pro- if the movie costs $200 million to make, they're probably $300, 350000000 million in, all in right now already. If they, they just need to release this shit, bro, they'd have all their money back within two to three weeks. And oh, that's on rentals. Then and it's going to go to Disney Plus, and they're going to get more memberships, or they could sell the movie. And again, like we talked about last week, a lot of uh, of some of the fear around releasing stuff direct to video is the assumption that the people that stay at home were going to go to see the movie in the theater in the first place, which mm-hmm. might be true sometimes. There is a Venn diagram overlap there, but there's a big section of people who never planned on going to see that shit in theater anyway. That you mm-hmm. would make more money than just their true. monthly their monthly pay into Disney Plus, renting yep. it for twenty bucks to watch that shit at home yeah yeah it's you know a, a movie like endgame infinity war avatar you, you see that in a the theater uh, you need to see that in theater. unless that you have a, to be a fucking fire ass home theater yeah. but i mean just they would not release those purely on digital no. there's just some movies that you just you see you in gotta, theater you got to have the blockbuster experience right yeah but um i think black widow kind of teeters that line it kind of it's like that thing where it's like you know what i wouldn't mind seeing it in theater but if i don't I'm actually okay with that too. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But oh, yeah, it's... Disney will be Disney will be fine. Bob Iger's back. It does suck. A lot of people are losing a lot of money right now. Uh, but you know what? It actually could be good for the consumer because at the end of the day, we're going to have more options. It's true. More options are better. Yep. Uh, the WWE somehow <laughs> spent enough money. <laughs> To convince somebody that they were an essential service, and so they are going to be able to open up live shows again in the not-too-distant future. Why they would do it, I don't know, but here we are. Uh, The crazier thing is, two days after they have that happen, they lay off a huge number of their roster. I think it was close to 30. I I thought they lost... Oh, it might have been 30, actually. Uh, yeah. it's a, whatever the number There's is, a lot. it's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and they laid off they, and then also there was producers that got cut. Like it, yep. it wasn't just the talent. It Pay was all over the place for, uh, for directors and uh, all this other shit. Madness. Does this is two days after they get called an essential fucking service? Um, 
But the craziest thing about that is that the cuts that they did only saved them, I think it was three or four million dollars, somewhere in that neighborhood, which was roughly what they paid Goldberg to come back and do two contractual matches. So they shout out to Goldberg. <laughs> Get that money. Got the money. And but, Goldberg's matches don't last long. But no, they do not, especially now that he's old. Yep. So can you imagine what it must feel like to some of the, and some of the people that were let go are not like bottom tier talent. What it feels like to see the company spend that much money on Goldberg and then cut that many people and producers and, and, and other people working on the, uh, on the sets and whatnot to save four million fucking dollars. To only turn around and then be an essential service and go, all right, we're going back live. Like, that's fucking nuts. So you know what happens here? Is that a f- at least a few of the people that got cut, AEW is going to come oh, in, scoop, those, scoop them up. Yeah. Uh, which is probably better for them in the first place anyway. Because yep. honestly, a lot of them... More, they're going to be respected more. They weren't getting their, their, their time on, on camera very much at, at WWE. So this is another uh, pickup opportunity for AEW, who is still doing well right now. They have two or three years they got signed on uh, for, for TV, so they're, they're fine. They have the money already, so they're making it happen. They've been doing not live events. They've been doing pre-recorded stuff uh, to this point, and uh, I, to my knowledge, will continue to do so uh, as best they can. Obviously, uh, if there was one company that I would believe that would be taking best care of their uh, wrestlers and make sure everyone's healthy, AEW would be the one. I wouldn't put that in the hands of Vince McMahon, especially uh, Vince McMahon that's hemorrhaging money during a crisis like this. So mm. that was kind of wild to see. Uh, so there you go. That was just, uh, that was nuts. I believe also uh, old Donnie, uh, Donnie Boy put Vince McMahon on the advisory council for how to get the economy back up and running in America. And so uh, good luck old Vince McMahon is now on that advisory board, <laughs> apparently. Next up, James Gunn uh, showed off on Twitter a list of movie sequels he thinks are better than the first movies of that series or individual series. And so I thought I'd bring this up and we'd see if we play a game of do we agree with them. So I'll read these off and you let me know if you agree or disagree with old James Gunn. You ready? First up. I'm ready. Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that being better than the first? I agree. I disagree. Personally. Okay. All right. Godfather 2. I agree. That's, I think that's just objective. I, mean, I don't even know if you're allowed to disagree with that one. Godfather 2 mm-hmm. is definitely better than one. Spider-Man 2. I agree. Definitely agree with that as well. Bad Lieutenant Port uh, of Call New Orleans. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Evil Dead 2. I'm going to disagree. Mm. I am an Evil Dead fanboy. I think James Gunn is right on a technical uh, aspect and the fact that it is a better made movie. But I just have to go with the original Evil Dead. Uh, there's something about it the 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 rawness of it the the um the passion in it the 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 scares uh the makeup everything it's cheesy. But in my opinion, and I think it's just nostalgic purposes, um, I got to go with the first Evil Dead. I, I don't have a stance on the Evil Dead, so I'll just have to leave that one to you. Shrek 2. 
I, I don't even know if I've seen Shrek 2. I have. I disagree. Mm. Shrek 1 is probably the only Shrek movie that should have existed. And so I'm going to disagree. The Dark Knight. Oh, I have yes, this. yes, yeah, yes. Bride of Frankenstein. No opinion. Don't know if I've seen that. Hellboy Two. Didn't see it. Neither did I. Road Warrior. Didn't see it. Neither did I. For a few dollars more. Didn't see it. Same. Paddington Two. Didn't see it. Neither did I. Uh, the one that I saw was. Um, Oh no, I'm th- I'm mixing up Paddington 2 with Winnie the Pooh. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, Paddington's different. Uh X2. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I agree. To. That's X-Men. Oh, X-Men. Oh, okay. Yeah. X2. Yes, hard agree. Oh my god, yeah. yes. X2 is X- X-Men dope. was a rough one. Do not no. watch don't do not go back and watch X-Men. That did not age well. It's a bad time. Uh and then the last one, the spicy Empire Strikes Back. Oh, I agree. <sighs> I hard agree. I, I Empire Strikes Back I is agree. my favorite Star yeah. Wars movie of all time. I I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, yeah. some people find it spicy because they want to go with the first Star Wars film, but dude, the first Star Wars film is amazing. Yes. Empire Strikes Back is it takes the amazing and yeah. then takes it to another level and advances essentially everything. Yeah. Uh, well, it had the money. The first movie didn't, and that was what the, really made it. You know. But even well, the writing you, was better in the second movie. Click on, click on it again. He has another list. He keeps going. Oh shit! This keeps going. He I keeps, didn't know. He keeps going. Oh fuck! Wrath of Khan. Yeah, obviously that's yes. Star Trek. Yes. Yes. Actually, M and I just last night watched, um, watched the into the into the into darkness, which was the second mm-hmm. of the new Star Trek movies because she Dude, hadn't seen them. Dude, the new Star Trek movies are so fucking They're fire. They're so They're good. good. Yeah. Uh, and they that's the one that they recreate the con scene, the screaming yes. con scene, and just fire. And but yes, Wrath of Khan, un, unequivocally. Superman Dude. two, that's a yes. Dude, I haven't seen uh, the old Superman movie. Oh really? In, in in so like it's been so long. I was a yeah. kid, yeah, so yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah. I can't really recall which is better. Uh, than which, so Superman really Superman two is kind of similar to the Star Wars thing where they got money for two. Mm. And so Superman two, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Into Darkness was fire. Watching, watching. I mean, shoutouts to Benedict Cumberpatch for putting on a fucking crazy ass. No, I don't know if anyone actually talks about his performance as Khan in that movie, but he delivers lines like Shakespearean style in that movie, and it is he's good. Fuck, fuck, he is a good actor, Jeff. My he's a great God. actor. Uh, yeah, yeah, he might be one of my favorite actors right now, actually. Uh, Batman Returns. That's a, that's I'll the nineties yes. Batman. I'll say yes. Who is Batman in that one? Uh, that one is that George Clooney. Is that is that Clooney? That's not Val Kilmer's one, is it? No, I think that is the George Clooney one. If I'm not mistaken, uh, no, it's Michael Keaton. It's the Keaton one. Oh, that's the one with Penguin. I was thinking of a different one. Which one's the original? Oh, that's oh, that's Keaton's. Okay, so we're talking Keaton's here. Um, dude, I, don't I haven't seen that re- in so long that I wouldn't be able to tell you. Dude, I don't remember the first Batman from 1989. I did watch Batman, that. Re- Batman what? Returns is dope, and Danny yeah. DeVito plays uh, Penguin. Yes, he does. Dan- I remember Danny DeVito doing a dope Penguin, but I haven't seen it in so long. I'll say yes, probably just because it is. Yeah, I'll say it too, but I don't remember the first Batman. So, But that's actually a really good Batman. Uh, Batman yeah. Returns. I, I think I have that on VHS here somewhere. 
Uh, where did it leave off? Gremlins 2. Uh, I, I haven't seen Gremlins, seen Gremlins since I was uh, in T. Diz's place, and I can't I think remember. I, saw, I think I saw the original, but I don't think I saw Gremlins 2. Blade 2. Yeah. Yeah. Blade 2 was dope. Legend. They, they, took it, they took it up. A, took it up a level. Yeah, they did. Are they still doing another Blade thing? That's happening, right? Like they. Well, they, they, well talk, they don't know if they're going to do it a series or a movie. Um, I'm hoping they do a series. Uh, okay. They could do a movie and then put uh, Deadpool and uh, Blade together oh, in an R-rated okay. movie. Uh, I'd be. I'd be there for that. That'd be crazy. Uh, Legend of the Drunken Master. Yes. Yes. Jackie yes. Chan's also just a god, but yeah, Legend of the Drunken uh, Master for sure. Uh, Desperado, not sure. Don't have. I don't even know what that is. I'm gonna actually Google that. Desperado. I've never seen this movie. No. Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Yes. The original Blade Runner is the most overrated movie possibly of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Magnum Force. I don't even know don't what, know that, what is. that is. Final Destination 2. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. Yes. Beyond yes. yes. The first Captain America movie be, hurts. Dude, Winter Soldier is like top three Marvel, of Marvel movie. movies ever made. Yeah. Yes. Uh, dude, the first, the first Captain America movie, America movie, it took me like five or six viewings to actually watch the whole thing. It was so fucking boring. It's. It was not a good movie, in no, my it was opinion. Bad. I'm, I'm sorry, guys, but number two actually made Captain America one of my favorite Avengers and 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 characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it actually made Captain America look like more than a dude with a shield. He became badass. He became. He also like, looked. Like he was wearing pajamas in the first movie, so that didn't help. Yeah, that didn't help. But man, uh, fucking Winter, Winter Soldier was dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Swordsman two. Don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, he said also, it's inarguable uh, an inarguable fact that alien and aliens are equal. Uh, oh, and he also listed Terminator 2, which is, that's objective. That's, you don't, uh, Terminator 2 is. It is the better, it's, it's the best it's Terminator the term, movie of it's all the term, time. It's the Terminator, yeah. Yeah. Although T1 uh, wasn't bad. T2 no. is like on a whole smother heather. Uh, yeah. Again, money from the first. Mm. Um, I mean, the T1000 effects still look good. Today. Now. Yes, that's impressive. Which is fucking impressive. Uh, there you go. So that's that one. And then next up on the list, the, the TV ad, uh, adaptation of Mist, the game Mist. Mm. Uh, has hired X-Men First Class's writer Ashley Edward uh, Edward Miller. It's a good writer. On for the pro- uh, the uh, the project. That's a good writer. X-Men First Class. It's a good movie. It is the second best X-Men movie ever made. Which is great news for me because I'm really hoping that they don't fuck up the Miss TV adaptation. Dude, you know what? I, I might actually think X-Men First Class might actually be the best mm. X-Men movie ever made. That's quite possible. Uh, it's that good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good da- that's a damn good writer to have on board for your missed ad- adaptation. It's fantastic. 
Uh, and then other than that, uh, I don't think that I had anything. I'm trying to think of what I've watched here. Watched the Star Trek, the first two. We're going to watch the third one probably uh, nice. tonight, I imagine. Uh, I've Have seen you not all. seen it before? No, I've oh, seen okay. them all, but she hasn't yeah. seen them. Uh, and it just gives me a reason to watch them again because they're all really fucking good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third one is Idris Elba, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, I'm sad that they that Chekhov, the actor that played Chekhov, died. Uh, he was like yeah, 23 that, years old. Yeah, he, he died young. I actually think the one that you just watch is better than the next one. Yeah, I think it is the uh, best of the of the three. Yeah, yeah but it's still good. It's still like, a really it's still good, good, movie. good movie, and the action's yeah. great in it too. Like, there's some really yeah. cool set pieces and shit. Like the Star yeah. the Star Trek movies. Are the aste- really the good. aesthetic of those movies is so yeah. fucking perfect. It's pretty. I, They're pretty I, movies. I, I couldn't envision a better redo of of the star trek stuff uh yeah and then what else did we go oh watched ready player one finally i hadn't seen it until just the other day what did you think uh fire dope yeah i thought it was really good i mean i I don't know how you're supposed to hate on it like it's well people um, hated on it because it was an adaptation and people were like fuck adaptation of course but i enjoyed it a lot it was dope in imax i saw an imax 3d oh that was probably fire yeah. loads and loads of references everywhere you could watch that movie like 19 times and you're gonna see a yep. different reference every time as a gamer you there's so I mean, much that you pick up from on. battle toads right on over into like i mean it fucking everything was in there dude the the, the big final fight like how many fucking characters and stuff do they are in that oh endless. in that it was very cool i don't endless. even know how they got the, the licensing and the rights to put up those a bunch of those characters yeah. in there but well it they fun. weren't really like it probably wasn't cra- too crazy because at the end of the day it's like they're on screen for less than fucking yeah. It's quick. Some of them are on screen Seconds. for less than a full second, yeah. so they probably didn't have to like do much. In, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it was it was good. Yeah, the Gundam was fucking crazy. Obviously, that was dope. Uh, yeah. Was 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 really fire and and uh, uh, yeah. No, I I just thought it was really well done, and it didn't feel what it did that uh, other movies that have tried to incorporate video game stuff haven't done is that it's like they treated everything seriously. They didn't treat them like games. Yeah. And so, like, the respect for the medium ended up making the movie not cheesy. Like, that movie should have been super fucking cheesy. cheesy. And it wasn't super fucking cheesy. It was actually really well done uh, and didn't feel fucking campy, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that, conceptually, this is a super fucking campy concept, right? I mean, it's you don't get much campier. Uh, and, uh, no, it, it was really well done and it, it was just nice to like, to have all the factual stuff, like the game with like, the first Easter egg and the actual, like how you get it and whatnot. It was kind of like seeing a, a mini history of video games. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, I, I really enjoy the, the main actor too. Uh, his name's Ty. He uh, plays, whoa. has um, he been in he anything plays, else? Yeah. He plays uh, Cyclops, uh, uh, in, in the X-Men movies. I thought he looked familiar. I was like, why do I know you? Yeah. And it's because I didn't see him with a visor. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, he played uh, Cyclops in uh, yeah, yeah. Apocalypse, in Deadpool 2, and uh, Dark Phoenix. Okay. Um, he hasn't been in too much more than that, like just some smaller movies. But I think he's going to be, uh, he's he's starting to get into bigger and bigger films. So yeah, he's uh, he held his own in that. I mean, Spielberg typically takes sort of unknown talent and mm. makes movie stars. And uh you can't go wrong with a Spielberg movie, man. Like even in Ready Player One, a guy that's really, to my knowledge, not a big gamer. Yeah, you know, yeah. he went and did gamers justice. 
Like it's a really solid, they did a really film. good job. Yeah. Uh, the only the only slight that I had against it, it's not really a slight, but it just made me laugh when I saw it. Was uh, the girl? I can't remember her, her name. Fucking um, oh, what's her name in the film? Olivia Cook. No, but yeah, but, you're, but her anyway. But like her, her in the movies. The, you know who I mean, though. Like the the her, his girlfriend, give or take. Yeah, yeah. So she's like in Samantha. the in the film. Uh, she talks about how, like, you know, they get in that scene where he's confessing his love, and she's like, you don't fucking know me, you only know exactly what you, what I want you to know about me, you don't know what I look like, you don't, like, et cetera, making a big deal, and then, and I specifically talked about her face and everything, and so you knew that they were prefacing this because the reveal, you were like, oh, she's gonna have something wrong with her. I was expecting mm-hmm. to see her like in a fucking wheelchair or like she was going to be like seriously disfigured or some shit. And then she's, she gets on camera and her hair is covering half of her face. And I was like, oh, she's got like a fucking crazy burn or some shit happening <laughs> underneath it. I said that to Emma out loud. And then she brushes it aside during talking or the wind blows her hair away. And I was like, here we go. And it was like the most faded birthmark of all time. Like... Yeah. You could, if your TV wasn't calibrated, you might not see the difference between the, the the fucking birthmark tone and her regular skin tone. It was so minimal, and everything else was perfect about her. She wasn't crippled in a wheelchair or some shit. She didn't have like missing limbs or like disfigurements. She was basically like super attractive with like a super faded fucking birthmark, and that just made me laugh. I was like, oh my god. I was like, this was your opportunity, but it, they they did do also. The you know his best friend in the game being you know jokingly when he was saying she could be like a three hundred pound black dude in the Bronx and it was like half of the description of who that character was in real life which was like a butch black girl instead of a butch mm-hmm. black guy in the game and it was kind of fucking yeah funny yeah but it was a good movie it, it, it was, was a good cool movie. movie yeah it was yeah. cool I might actually have to rewatch that it's been a while yeah yeah give her a look see all right Mr Black you know what time it is. Tech support. Every week, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash lag TV. Uh, you too, for $10 or more on this Patreon, go get access to the uh, the posts that I put up each and every week on the Patreon page. Uh, and you get to ask us questions, and we answer as many of them as we can. First up, uh, Black Jimmy asks Adam, who is your all time favorite Terrace House member and why is it Taishi? I'm assuming you is Taishi is Taishi the fucking uh the guilty samurai or whatever the fuck? Hold on, I gotta make sure that's who that is. Is uh Taishi? It is yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, that guy is a fucking meme. Uh, who is my favorite Terrace Terrace House member? I don't even know if I ever had a favorite Terrace House member. I, I I like the vast majority of them anyway. I actually just like I actually just like the commentators that like are in between the uh, that that are just like talking about the show. They've got like that whole cast of characters. Two of them are comedians. The two guys are comedians. They're fucking hilarious. That that's I really need to piss. So you yeah, just go for it. I'll, I'll continue that. to answer that. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I ever had like a, a particular favorite. The season I'm watching right now, this, which is the latest one, Em and I have been watching, we're not done yet, um, uh, had had a guy who moved, his name's, uh, the name that he had everyone calling him was Pepe, he's, he's uh, from 
uh, from Italy and he moved to Japan because he wanted to write manga for a living. And it turns out he's actually really good with it. So he moves to Japan and, and him in the house, he was writing his mo- first ever manga that was going to be actually printed in a, in a prominent magazine. Uh, and he was just an all around awesome dude. Uh, there was literally nothing you could say bad about Pepe. And so I'm going to go with, with that, uh, at least as far as like a more recent, uh, uh, a more recent member, but Taishi is, uh, that dude's a fucking meme. The, the guilty, the guilty samurai, I think was the nickname they gave him. He was always outside with his wooden samurai sword trying to be like a fucking samurai. It was hilarious. Uh, oh, oh, if you haven't seen, look, I shill, Jeff's still using the washroom. I shill Terrace House all day, every day, and it is my guilty pleasure. And it it's like, it's been top five... Netflix multiple times. It, I promise you, go back, watch the first seasons on Netflix and, and, and give her. The shit is a fucking entertaining show. You think you're going to fucking hate it or that it's not going to be for you, but man, I'm telling you, it's entertaining. Uh, next up, we've right. got, welcome back. Uh, let's see here. Ah, excuse me. Uh, this comes from uh, Zen. Greetings from Germany. He said, uh, been a silent fan since the blue block started moving, and now I'm finally uh, able to give something back after you guys made me a, a decade of entertainment with hopefully more to come. Well, like we said before in the podcast, stones and blood. We're trying. <laughs> Question for Adam. Uh, have you tried Persona 5 Royal yet? If yes, what's your first impression? If no, will you ever give it a shot with how much uh, Morgana annoyed you in the base game? I don't plan on playing Persona 5 Royal. Um, Morgana is still in it. They changed Morgana's character dramatically to make them less annoying, but uh, still in the game. Still don't want to play it. I played that game in two sessions, 40 hours, or two two times, 40 hours each, and each time at the 40-hour mark, I tap out. Uh, because because the character it's not just Morgana. Morgana makes me want to fucking punch babies. Don't get me wrong. One of like one of the worst characters in video game history, and it shows that they did the updated version of the game and then dramatically changed that character. That that tells you how bad that fucking character is. Um, but none of the main characters really grabbed me or or my attention. And Persona is all about the characters. So if you don't like the characters, there's no reason to play Persona. Persona Five is an incredibly pretty game with incredible music. Um, and it's not that it's less fun to play from a gameplay perspective, but I'm not playing it for just the gameplay. Persona's like a 120 hour long fucking game. And you need to have a really good story and really good characters that you give a fuck about to survive a hundred plus hours of gameplay. Mm. And Persona 5 didn't have that for me. And Persona 5 Royal, despite fixing Morgana to a degree, is not enough for me to go back. So uh, do I have plans? No. Does that mean I'll never do it? Not necessarily, but I don't have any plans for it's that. It's unlikely. Uh, question for Jeff, the follow-up here. Are you planning to go back to game hunting content when the whole virus situation gets better? No. no. You're done? I'm not done. I just... Uh, like, no. Uh, it's too much. It's too much work to be carrying cameras around and fucking... Mm making all this shit for, you know, a couple thousand views on YouTube. Like, my time is just too valuable now. Like, I ain't, ain't nobody So you'll go that... get some games, but you're not going to be doing the oh, video recording and shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely get games. I'm still I'm still hunting. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just yeah. Not, I'm just not going to create a bunch of content around it. 
what I what I would what I will do is I'll stack up a whole bunch of games and then do like a video at home. That's showing what I was going to say. Like on oh, your live stream, you'd be like, this is what we got today. And exactly. Yeah, but yeah. as for like taking cameras out and spy glasses and fucking being out there at 5 a.m. in the morning and doing all that, I ain't got time, bro. I got a one year old now. I got fucking real estate to deal with. I got my own stream. You know, when I was doing that sort of stuff, my stream wasn't doing as good. Right. So it's like I was able to to substitute that and have some fun and do some shit. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm busy, man. I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. I know people like that type of content, uh, and I tried doing it the last year and the year before. The year before wasn't too bad, but last year, it's just been dry. Like, the yard sales, I've gone to all of them. Our city is small. There's only yeah. so much stuff that you can find, so most of my pickups that I get now are, like, via Facebook Marketplace or Kijiji or Craigslist or mm. uh, some other collector hitting me up saying that they're selling their collection. Then I'll buy them out, but you know, as for the uh, the every weekend thing, I I it's unlikely. I won't completely say no, but no. Mm. Uh, uh, loose caboose asks exempting Starcraft. What was your first rated M game that you or your parents bought, and did you have to convince them? Mine was Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay, which was uh, which, as a side note. I would love to see remastered. The, actually, the Chronicles of Riddick games, which are like based on the movies or whatever, they weren't bad. Were actually really good games, yeah. and were some of the and, and other than the Star Wars, uh, some of the Star Wars games, basically were the only really good movie to game adaptations that uh, that made people interested in the movies i mean uh, i never watched the movies i had played the games games were really good and i was like oh maybe i should watch them still haven't but you know what i mean mm. what was your first mine was killer instinct for Ooh, uh, the snes 64 no oh, oh, the n64 version oh, okay yeah mine did you have to convince anyone for that no no mine was ask for it they got oh, it really? for me thinking that i was gonna like it and i didn't uh, mind it but i yeah mine was goldeneye yeah. And um uh, they didn't really know at first what that was going to be like. Obviously they knew it was a James Bond so it was going to be, you know, shooting and, and shit like that, but once they saw all the blood and everything, you know, I mean, you look back now, the blood's hilarious. It's fucking N64, but back then this might as well be the same as it is now. Uh and I was young, they were like, "Nah, can't be having that." So mom hid that shit up in the closet. And then I eventually convinced her. I was like, "Look, you can unlock paintball mode no blood uh, uh. and then mm-hmm. eventually i convinced her and she just gave me the game back and uh which was great because so much multiplayer of that game was played holy oh, shit yeah. it's amazing um alexa asks was there ever a time that you did so much dumb stuff under the effects of alcohol that you thought to yourself never again i never gotten drunk that bad so no the worst Say, I do when I drink is I get again. louder. Uh, that's about it. Uh, was oh. there ever a time that you did so much dumb stuff under the effect, effects of alcohol? So you no. So okay. No. Uh oh, here you go, French Adam. Mm, what's our, our boy Adam? Adam said, "Sup, dudes, got a tech question for you. Around how many years will PC parts last? Like a graphics card, motherboard, etc. My PC is approaching ten years old." Custom built by me. Oh, shit. Jesus. That's the last computer you have is the one I built you? Yikes. Damn. Uh, Also, that means it's been 10 years since you lived with me. Yikes. 
Fuck me. Would it be a good idea to upgrade the certain uh, to upgrade the certain parts, or does that get complicated fitting new components with ten-year-old uh, computer parts? Or am I better off just waiting? Thanks for your input. I uh, hope you guys are healthy Bro, and happy. You've come this far. I'd run that computer into the ground until you are trying to play a game that you just can't play on your computer properly. And That's then I would just buy a new, And then I would just buy a new computer, build yeah. a new one, because like it's been ten years. You got there, your money's worth, right? There There's no point in beating around the bush and trying to find the right graphics card compatible with your motherboard or upgrading this and this and that. Just and a lot of the time is you're you're better off just buying new shit anyway. No, you're at this point. You're definitely ten years. It's not worth it's an individual it's swap. Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely time yeah. to just build a completely new computer. Um, yeah. However, if there's no games that you are currently dying to play that your computer can't play right now, then don't fucking buy a new PC. One of the worst no. things is to like try and do FOMO PC building when you don't need to. Um, there is uh, another whole generation of graphics cards, we just talked about it last week from NVIDIA coming, that are substantially better than the ones currently out. Uh, and furthermore, there will be next year another round of Ryzen stuff that will still go with current motherboards so the prices on the motherboards will drop new cpus will come out they'll be in turn 10 15 20 percent better uh than the previous generation and may also come with uh stuff like well it will have pcie 4.0 like it already does or it will have um uh new ram could be a thing ddr5 ram could be next year i'm not sure so if you can hold off then just hold off. There's no reason to buy one right now. If you're doing fine with what you've got, don't fuck with it. And then in the next 365 days, the, the gaming world is going to change pretty dramatically uh, because if there is DDR5 coming and if there, uh, if there is another Ryzen that launches next year uh, and NVIDIA does hit their window at the end of this year, then a new PC this year versus a new PC next year, you're looking at anywhere from... 10 to 30 percent performance hit for the same dollar so don't don't bother with it but i'm impressed that the uh the the pc i built you 10 years ago is still running that's fantastic news that's <laughs> good good thing uh the one i'm using right now with the 5820k in it i think is going six or six years seven years uh but thankfully that processor was beefy enough that i could put a graphics card in and keep that bad boy running uh, and I'm hoping to hold off until DDR5 hits and, and go from there. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Aaron Carter, he said, so you clean your groceries coming into the house? Question mark. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we have been actually. Yes. Uh yeah, we actually have been. It's, we we didn't we didn't for like the first uh few weeks, but the last uh two times we got groceries, we have. Uh yeah, uh we've been you know, we bring anything that's produce, so apples, oranges, bananas, uh anything that's like that's open air gets washed with soap and water here uh ahead of time. And then any like plastic containers that are sealed get washed as well and then other stuff gets sat in uh, a separate fridge that's down here a small fridge that uh, we bought because i moved back in and we needed the space anyway so coincidental 
Uh, but there and then in on the floor to keep cool because it's a basement floor room with open concrete to just sit there for a few days and then it gets moved into if it needs to be into a fridge or if it needs to be into a cupboard it get, it gets moved then and that's how we do it here and that's uh that's how it goes uh, Uh, Pavel asks, what, uh, what three everyday life things or activities can you not go without? And has, uh, how, if at all, has the Space Godzilla situation changed those things for you? Mm. What was the second part? Say that well, again. Well, said, how, what, what everyday life things or activities can you not go or do without? And how has the current situation perhaps changed those things for you? Uh, uh, the only things that I wouldn't want to not be able to do is work. Mm. Or eat. There's really nothing, there's nothing that the virus or the change in life. Other than, uh, eating, has, other than eating out. Eating this out, yeah, I miss that. But eating out and then being ca- more careful around the house, washing my hands more often. You know, yeah. the distancing between family members here, anyway, because this household just you know we have fucking Nan and Mom and Dad and me and Em, and it's like uh, the five people under one roof and and varying ages. Um, that's that's changed just how we operate around the house. But as far as like the daily essential things that I always do. The only thing that would change there would be like my exercise, which I do like to do now as often as I can. And since the workout room is a shared experience where people are coming and going out of that daily, dad uses it, uh, you know, mom uses it, I use it, M uses it. Uh, we've, we have to be where we wouldn't be wiping everything down like you would at a gym. We are now. We have, we have bleach, water, mixture in a spray bottle with cloth and whenever you're done you just everything gets wiped down with bleach uh to to kill anything that would be on it um and that's that's really all that's 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 changed that i can think of um otherwise it's it's just what's around the house um mm I've already answered that, although the follow-up to that's pretty funny. I won't, I can't. <laughs> uh, sorry, Shady. And sorry, Nikki. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Otto asks, what would you consider to be a perfect Saturday night? What would you do to make it a perfect night? Perfect Saturday night for me would mm. be... Um, Starting it with sushi. First yeah. of all, I want me yeah. some sushi. Damn, the perfect Saturday night. Yeah, I and would say dinner time. Yeah, go to, go and get some sushi mm. with the wife. Mm. Come yep. home. Yep. Uh, have have a few beer, just a couple, yep. two. Uh, I'm with you so far. Yeah, yep. watch a movie or a show. Yep. And have some sex yep. and go oh. to sleep. And we agree. That's the sh- that actually. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm old. You know, once you get above 30 years old, that that right there. I mean, you, you, what else do you need? Well, I mean, when yeah, I mean, when well, you're, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting sushi, you're getting yeah. alcohol, you're getting yep. a movie and say like a sex. Like, what else do you need? Nothing, actually, because that's the perfect Saturday night. That's the perfect Monday that's perfect through Sunday. Yeah. That's the perfect any night. Really, doesn't matter what it's day done. of the week that is. Straight up, that's it. If that could be a daily occurrence, life Great. is fucking perfect. You've Great. won. You live in the dream. Yeah, success. That's the show. I'm a simple man. Uh, sort of related to uh, to that and a question, but before you have a night out with the boys and you get drunk, what's your go-to drunk food? So, don't air. Don't air is yours? Yep. Um, just pizza for me. Like, I don't get drunk, but when I am drinking heavily and I'm looking for something to soak the shit up, mm. it's pizza. Pizza and some chips. Doesn't matter if it's cold, warm. Pizza. pizza. Just give me some Let pizza. Soak up. Give me some carbs. That's right. Uh, Mark Piran asks, you know the Archie comics, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Betty or Veronica? That's the blonde or the black Betty. hair? Betty. Betty. Uh, Veronica all day. Mm. Uh, let's see. 8910 asks, how many mosquito bites would you take if you were saved from taking 10 bee stings instead? I'll take the bee stings all day because you know what bees don't carry? Pretty much everything that mosquitoes do that you don't want. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the bee stings too. Yeah, bee stings hurt though, man. They they, they suck. But you know what? Yeah. You know what sucks more? Shit that mosquitoes carry. <laughs> a- another <laughs> form of corona. Yes, just that's gonna be a no from me. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing more annoying than a fucking mosquito. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's there's just dude, that, that shit's sucks, fucking bro. wild. The worst thing about a mosquito is, is like you don't even really notice that they're fucking you up until they already have like a shit ton of your blood in their system. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just smack them. And you're like, you fucking cocksucker. Yep. It's the bees, worst. It's like, you just know it. You, you know, it's, ha- you know, what's happening. It be lands. And you know on what? Your- it's fair. It's a fair exchange. Cause they're killing it themselves. Exchange. It is a fair exchange. Yep. They're, they're fucking your day up, but their life yep. is over. Done. They're literally ripping their intestines out of their bottom, the bottom of their body. Just yep. to accomplish that. Dude, the I worst, just, the worst is like a dragonfly sting or like, uh, like a, like a wasp, like dragonflies, big, big- dragonflies don't sting. Oh, dude, dude, I've gotten fucked by a dragonfly. Hard on the back of my neck. You sure it was I'm a dragonfly? All, it might it might have been just a huge wasp, but I'm pretty sure it's it was more a dragonfly. Like, it's more likely a huge wasp. Wasps can get right. fucking big, especially if it's yeah, a queen maybe, or something. Maybe shit. it was, but man, I remember I get bit, uh, uh, stung by one a couple years back. Back of my neck, dude. Oh, my fuck. They can shit bite? Hurt. Oh, really? I was unaware that dragonflies bite. I've never, I've never even had one land on me, let alone... Um, br- be angry yeah, I, I'm enough pretty to sure bite. it was. I'm pretty sure it was a dragonfly, but it fucked me up, bro. And it was huge, and it, it did not feel good at all. It was like a different type of welt too. It wasn't like a mm. like a regular sting. Oh, it was probably not a, a bite. Time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bounce. If you were a uh, professional sports ball player, what would your jersey number be? Eighty-eight. Well, I can tell you what mine would be because I can already tell you what it was. It's twelve. Boom. Uh, well, actually, that's a lie. It was twenty-two, but I'd prefer twelve. I I had twelve in 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 city league until high school, but unfortunately, um, when when I joined the high school team, it was on year three, and people <clears throat> already had their numbers, and somebody had twelve, so I got fucked. Rip. Uh, 
Black Jimmy. <laughs> what feels illegal but isn't? What feels legal but isn't? Feels Speeding? illegal but isn't. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I I would say smoking marijuana. Yeah. Well, now at least in Canada. Yeah, I, it's still I, gonna I, it's still gonna feel illegal for a lot of dude, people. Dude, I, I I was over at a at one of the properties and a, a guy was smoking a joint outside because you can't smoke inside. And he did, still did a double take. And I was like, wait, I had I was like, is this guy really smoke? And I'm like, wait a second, this shit is straight up legal now. Yeah, he can, yeah. he can smoke this is no problem. That shit is just like in my mind because because. Pretty much, up well, almost it. my entire life, it's always yeah, been yeah. the thing that you did. Um, that was illegal. It's like bad to do it. Now it's just like smoking cigarettes, except not as bad as smoking cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> which celebrity? This comes from Will. Which celebrity would you want to self isolate with? I got two answers for you, Jeff. Okay. Bill fucking Murray mm. and Chrissy Teigen. Damn. Chrissy's cooking up a fucking storm and she's attractive. And you get to listen to John Legend sing. So, I mean, really, how much better mm. does that get? And then it's Bill fucking Murray. Ideally, he's with us at the same time. I'm just, I'm there at the Legend household enjoying John Legend singing on the piano. You know, tickling the ivories. Chrissy mm. Teigen's making some dope food in the kitchen. Making viral tweets like she does all fucking day. And then Bill Murray and I are enjoying said food and music. And he's teaching me about life. That's that's it, right there. I'm going to go with The Rock. Mm-hmm. And Will Smith. Okay. So you just don't want to sleep. I, I not only want to use these people like i'd have the rock for the fitness to stay in shape because you know he's going to work out so he'd keep me focused keep me going he seems like a genuine genuinely nice dude he probably has a ton of great fucking stories he could say and then will smith is sort of the same thing as well i think i could learn a lot from him uh also a lot of stories to be said oh yeah and uh i just think it would be a good group of dudes to be around uh in isolation. I think everybody would get along. That's what I'm going with. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. That's the that's the motivational choice. That's that's it. Keep I just want I just want good food, Chrissy Teigen <laughs> and Bill Murray. And that's all. See, I know. couldn't handle someone like Bill Murray because it's it's too much animated. It's it's I think it'd just be too much for me. Like I think it'd be like uh, we're talking staying in a place with this individual for a long period of time. If it was like a week, you know, like on vacation with Bill Murray, I could handle. It's like Jeff Goldblum, right? I can yeah. handle for for periods of time. Uh, Je- no, Jeff Goldblum's a different. Animal. I couldn't. I even. I, 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 I yeah, mean, I've got the man animal. literally yeah. behind me. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't like, do it. You know, I, I feel like I need people that would like. I could just be around for a while, you know. Super Kami asks, if, there's a re- if they release a special edition of Cats that has the buttholes on them, is there a patron goal that the two of you would sit down and watch it? I'll do that shit for free. They I release won't. Cats with a butthole on it? I'll do it for free. I, you want my I opinion? Won't. That'll cost you. I'll... There you go. I like it. That'll cost you. 
Yeah, that would cost you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all there is to it. That's another Taking Off podcast. We've reached the end of another one. Hopefully you guys had a little bit of entertainment in the middle of this madness. Stay yeah, fucking healthy and safe out there. Stay the fuck home when you can. And when you are outside the house getting groceries, make it as fast as possible. Get a game plan. Get, out. get a mask. And if you have to, be Canadian, bring a hockey stick, and just slash a motherfucker if they get close. Let them mm, know. Mm. Go into the penalty box for slashing. Assert yeah. dominance. Bam. Make it happen. Thank you guys so much for stopping by and watching this live if you have, or if you're on YouTube, hit the like button as well. Spread the news. Unlike we're trying to spread some other things around here, like Space Godzilla. Tell everyone about Technical Alpha if you like it. Maybe they'll like it too. Until we see you guys next week, thank you so much. Peace. Peace.